you think some of the weaker people in the world were just pre cum babies and not real cum babies? Yo, if you're a pre cum baby, you a fucking you pussy. I know people in the yo, world that are pre cum yeah, babies. I can tell a pre cum baby when I see when they start acting. I'm yeah. like, this nigga a pre cum baby right here, yo. <laughs> you can always tell a pre cum baby you like half a sperm. You ain't got enough nutrients in your body, nigga. Yo. You, ain't, <laughs> you ain't a whole nigga. Like no warrior mom. Who do you think to be the first rapper to uh, remix Umbop by the Hansons? Who was the first one? No, who do you think will be the first one? Just, like, nobody's done it yet? I just feel like they're taking so many recognizable R&B samples that like pop rock from the 90s and early 2000s is next. Like, you know a drill rapper is going to smoke Umbop. It's already For bops sure. in there. Yeah. Bop, bop the ops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotta bop the ops. In a Helly Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome Why to, don't we do it? <laughs> welcome to another episode of the new Rory and Maul podcast. I am Maul. I am Maul. And we are back after a weekend of fun-filled activities no, we, no, we're not. in the culture and around the world. We feel like we've been everywhere, Rory. We've been around the world and I, 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 I can't find my lady. You don't remember that, Rory. I do. Well, you do remember that? I know of it. I don't really remember. You wasn't outside. I was definitely not outside. Yeah, you wasn't. Have I, you been around the world before? Um, I wouldn't say around the world. That's just like a little... Crazy to say I've been around the world, but I've been a few places in the world. Yes. Okay. I'm a very domestic traveler. I can yeah. tell you everything about Cleveland. Yeah, you, but like, you, be, ta- you be tearing down Ohio? <laughs> yes. Going nuts. <laughs> I got it in Ohio. Um, yeah, I need to travel more, man. Not that I have the time to do it, but I really don't. I have not. I'm not well traveled. Um, I think that's going to change in the next couple of years for you. I hope so. I, I hope we have the time future. to do it. Yeah. We're going to London for the first time. We are going to London. And we're well, also, my first time. I don't know if you've been to London. I've, I've been, been to London before, yes. Um, but we are going to London. Uh, but first, before we get to London, we have to uh, make our way there. September 18th, we'll be in Chicago. Love Chicago. Uh, September 23rd, we'll be in Washington, D.C. at the Howard Theater. Love D.C. Um, Again, yeah. very well versed in Chicago and D.C. Yeah, I can tell you everything. Yeah, you used to tear down in <laughs> D.C. You, they used to call you the D.C. sniper. Oh, too bad that wasn't no i mean uh, we heard his 24 hours it, it was nice to see a mass shooter not be white but you can know. i be honest <laughs> no. I, was, I was very disappointed when i found out the dc sniper was black why i was i was i just knew that was a white guy in the trunk because mm-hmm. that's a white guy killing people come to find out black guy and his, it was his son right it felt uh yeah, it was his stepson they're like the guy that that Kitty adopted more or less. I don't know. I feel like I get murdered every time I go to the gas station now, so I can relate. Uh, gas prices. Oh, oh my Biden God. is the DC sniper. It's worse. <laughs> he got them gas prices hitting niggas in the head. Sunoco bandit over here. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, get your tickets now at newroryinmall.com. We'll be coming to a city near you, hopefully. Somebody reached out to us and said, uh, yeah, can you guys uh stop in? What was that city? He named some random ass city. It was like a random city. He said, hey, uh, can you guys stop here? Um, sure. We'll just come and perform in your living room for you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I do appreciate those fans that, that come from... Washington. Oh, he wanted us to go to Spokane, Washington. But I they guess. say it They say it with like such emphasis. Spokane. Like, seriously, no Spokane? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, bro, I don't... <laughs> like, you guys are just going <laughs> to skip over Spokane? Like, uh, I, I respect yeah. your town and thank you for listening to us. Love I just Spokane. don't know if you have enough people... Period. Yeah, where it would if, make financial sense. I don't know sense. if enough people in Spokane are coming out to see uh, Rory and myself uh, on stage, but um, we love Spokane. Shout out to Spokane. But we will be in Seattle and Portland. What, what would that be called for? Like, 
white people? Would that be like the Raisin Circuit? You know, there's a Chitlin Circuit where they yeah. all the really small towns. What would be like the white? The casserole circuit. The casserole circuit. Yeah, you know the we should definitely circuit. do the casserole circuit. Yeah, it's not the Chitlin Circuit. It's the casserole <laughs> yeah, yeah. circuit. You know we that. We need to do that. Um, so yeah, man, happy birthday to, to the king of, I don't even want to say pop. I just want to, just the, the king. I like Michael it. Jackson. I like it. Where, where were you? Well, I don't want to talk about with him dying. And I feel like we've had that conversation. Happy birthday, Mike. Happy birthday, Michael um, Jackson. I voted to put the Free Willy theme song in the front of this. I don't know what they decided on. Uh, I voted for, I believe, the song that's playing, Edin. What the, song was the that? The song that played in, in the beginning? Yeah. It was Human Nature. Human Nature. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great well, record, right? I mean, listen, man. Michael got... Human Nature makes you want to donate. Michael something. got a killer whale to jump over like a whole rock surface listen that whale was so happy to get away from that little white boy <laughs> he was so happy that that little kid didn't realize he was part of the problem yeah yeah like yo you've been holding me captive this whole time kid and first of all we've seen killer whales jump mad times sorry little white kid that's going like this he knows how to jump yeah. you doing this on the rocks yeah. just ain't <laughs> i want to go whale watching i want to go like in the middle of the ocean it's on my like, bucket list yeah i want to go whale watching i want i just want to see it i just i think seeing a whale that close is like it just really kind of puts things in perspective. Like, you're really not that important on this planet, sir. No, not at all. You know what I mean? Like, just seeing a whale and it's like in the ocean. Natural just, habitat. Yeah, just doing like backflips. Whale and, shit. And 720s yeah. in the air and shit like that. 720s. Yeah, you know, just sometimes it just puts in perspective. Hey, listen, you're not that important. Yeah, no, I get it. I just, I'm scared that I'll be on the one boat where like the whale is we'll like, um, can I have some privacy, please? I'm tired of y'all watching me. And yeah, it just, and just land on top flips, of the boat. Yeah, or just yeah. flips us over. Just one little... People getting kayaks and go whale watching. Yeah, those are the ones that are ready to die. Those you know, you know, like are... a fucking tuna could flip over a kayak, yeah. let alone a killer whale. <laughs> like, what whale are you doing that next fucking to a kayak? So hard, you land in Cleveland. <laughs> I watch Shark Week. Like oh, this poor kayaker. He's why are you in shark filled waters in a kayak? They just want the thrill. They just they just need to feel like more closer to death than possible. Yeah, that, I gotta that, do that. that'll be close to death. Have you guys ever that'll gone do fishing? It. Have yeah, I ever I've been fishing before? Yeah. yeah. Fishing's relaxing. I like fishing. Yeah, fishing is dope. I like fishing. It's the perfect male bonding thing because nothing entertains men more than doing nothing. But do you fish with like live bait? Do you put like I've real done it worms on the hook? I've done uh, fishing down in Florida, like where we took actual like live fish and had to like take the shit out of the little cooler like, while it was squirming and put it. <laughs> and I felt bad because like, well, not I'm I'm not really like into PETA like that, but he was alive and I threw him back in the water. He's probably like, damn, I made it. I got out of that shit, but he didn't realize he was on a hook. He was and about to get eat. Yeah. <laughs> like, he thought he made it back to his his home. Fishing but. is uh fishing is therapeutic too. Yeah, it is because it takes it takes patience. It takes you know you got to kind of just wait and hope for the best. Kind of like life, if you will, Eden. What's like the biggest fish you caught? The biggest fish I caught wasn't that big. I probably caught like a catfish. Nice. So it wasn't like that big. It is a very privileged hobby, and I don't even like to use that word, but like. You realize in America, we do things that like people actually do to eat. Mm-hmm. Like for mm-hmm. our entertainment, we'll go fish and then like yeah. put, and just bring it in, <laughs> in other and take a picture yeah. and then throw it back out into yeah. the ocean. It's just sport. Now the fish but that's a- how people survive. Yeah. <laughs> in other oh, you guys don't eat the fish you, cook? you catch? Like we'll go, fish- yeah, we'll go fishing with a whole buffet. Like we'll go to the supermarket before and get a bunch of sandwiches and fill our stomachs <laughs> yeah. to get on a boat yeah. and go fishing. go fishing. I saw somebody fishing out of the Hudson River and I wanted to ask oh, the gentleman gosh. if he was okay. Because you shouldn't be eating fish out of the Hudson You shouldn't River. even be touching fish yeah. out of the Hudson I, I didn't know what that was about. He had a whole bucket of, I think they called uh, mars, marsels? Well, they have dolphins Some in the, like that. the Hudson now. I saw a video. 
or, Dolphins? or a porpoise or something similar. Yeah, it was it was by La Marina. I just saw a video <laughs> last week. There was a dolphin by La Marina just, uh, just jumping out. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I it was because Bad Bunny was in town. Yeah. <laughs> Bad Bunny was in town. He brings the dolphins he out. Brings to, the do- he brings everyone out. The gays, the women, everybody. The Eddins. Yeah, the Eddins. Thanks. Eddins. Eddin is like on the spectrum of like. He's, I, he's the Q of the LGBTQ yeah, community. That's what he is. He's, Thank you. So queer. Yeah. They just, he's sure. not. What I thought Q was for like questionable. Yeah, I thought like they no, just don't not. know. So lie. Questionable. No, it yeah. really means queer. No, yeah. I thought it was for those that wasn't sure. He's called queer. What's the one that we're like, we just have no fucking idea? Asexual, I think. Is it is it, are fluid people? Are they? Do they have a a a, a that's vowel? Ge- that's a kind verb? of a, that's a kind letter? of a gender a thing. letter. Yeah, no. do they have a, they don't have a letter yet. Yeah. No. Why didn't they give the fluid people a letter yet? Because should be F. Because they're non-binary, you know, so you don't really. Oh, have non-binary like a, is considered have a tag. fluid, right? Yeah. So right. Bad Bunny performed in uh, Yankee Stadium in the Bronx over mm-hmm. the weekend. Uh, first of all, congratulations to Bad Bunny. It looked like a great fucking show. I was I, I was gonna go. But I just couldn't find myself giving Bad Bunny uh sixteen hundred dollars to be right <laughs> yeah. on Jerome Avenue, um, where I could be get get killed uh, leaving to go to the car and go uh, you you have seen plenty of Puerto Ricans in center field. Oh my god, of Yankee Stadium. Before. Yeah, I've seen plenty of uh, Puerto Ricans in in Yankee Stadium uh, on Jerome Avenue, uh, and I've never paid sixteen hundred dollars, so I wasn't going to do it this weekend. But what was the show? What the show the looked ticket? great, huh? What was the lowest ticket? I'm sorry to interrupt you. The lowest ticket? Yeah, price. For that show, like face value, not the resale. Oh, like, I'm not even oh, sure. I if, mean, if you, you got there in time and I bought it. it, I bought like a. I had bought initially a far seat, and it was like 150. Now, if you wanted to get seats like down there, you could have got it for like 517. Okay, for like a floor seat, but then which isn't. I mean, we there's been plenty of artists on Bad Bunny's level that have sold tickets yeah. at that that price. It's the resale. It's like the, the sneaker game. Yeah, yeah, if right. you get them shits at retail price, yeah. they're fine. It's the so re- they resale. had like the regular floor seats and then they had La Playa, which is the beach in Spanish and La Playa is much closer and that which shit was not like not to be 2000. confused with Playa. It's yeah, Playa. Not Playa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right. That shit was $2,000. Yeah. Double on resale. Yeah. Did they just take the dirt from the infield? Yeah. Yo, was, low key, uh, I feel like they might have It was the that. same dirt that uh, Derek Jeter used to slide <laughs> to second base on. There you go. That's why. Bad Bunny decided to use the same dirt to... Uh, Build La Playa. Yeah, that's a really cool idea, though, for a concert. Yeah, it looked to do great. Like a, a fake beach in it, it a baseball. That's, that's a brilliant idea. Uh, I think the only other artist I saw with a show that was that packed with that many people screaming this year was The Weeknd. Maybe. Well, he had the highest nah. selling tour I think ever, right? Thirty million in revenue, uh, average of seven point five million, one hundred ninety two thousand seven hundred fifty eight tickets sold, average of forty eight thousand. Crazy. <laughs> And the average ticket price is $155. Um, My Lord. The weekend earned his most attended concert of all time with 54,703 tickets sold at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford on July 16th as part of the After I Was Still Dawn tour. And uh, yeah, he earns the highest grossing show by a black artist in history. Over a million worldwide. With 9 million from 54,700 tickets sold at MetLife Stadium. Damn. Uh yeah, Soldier Field forty eight thousand people, uh Gillette Stadium and Foxborough forty eight thousand. I mean the Patriots don't even pull in those numbers anymore. No. Uh FedEx Field forty thousand. Yeah, the weekend is just out here doing insane <laughs> fucking numbers. I've, I've said it before. I'll, I'll say it again. I, it's just so beautiful that this came from a Coke mixtape in two thousand eleven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Coke has grown. Yeah. The Coke lovers have grown. They've expanded their horizons. This is the R and B. It was the R and B version of Coke Boys. The Weeknd is just a complete artist, man. He's just, I mean, from the music, the, I mean, he walked around with his face wrapped up in bandages for, I mean, they don't get more into character and artistry than that. Like, he lived 
that album. Like he wanted to be that personality for an entire year. Obviously, the Super Bowl performance was amazing. I wonder if he like really got what do they call it? Method acting? Yeah, method acting. Because like he was really method acting bag. at every appearance. Yeah. For sure. Like he was in character outside of the obvious bandages, but he was in character. Yeah. I wonder if I would like to talk to the people, not that they would say it publicly, but <laughs> I would personally like to talk to those people like, what was it like being around him around that time? Oh, yeah. uh, like it belly. might have been. You get Belly on the phone and ask him. <laughs> belly, I ain't talked to him for two years. <laughs> he called Belly, man. Yo, Belly, what's up with, what's up with Abel, man? He be chilling in the studio or he, he be a character? I Imagine need pulling know. up to Belly's crib with with mummy bandages around your face, like yeah, Able, you know Belly. You yeah, you know there, Belly. Can like, put yo, on some shorts and some yeah, slides, yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, like, bro, we in the house, man. Take that shit off. But shout out to the weekend. Those numbers are fucking crazy. Yeah, bro. The most profitable tour ever, and they showed every stadium and a hundred percent sold. Like that's crazy on every stadium for the amount of shows he was fucking doing. Mm-hmm. Um, shout I out to the weekend. But and you were there. Give give us a review. Uh, there's a lot of women, mm. uh, including my. Beautiful girlfriend who was okay. there. Yes. Okay. Um, which was a very interesting experience because, you know, at one point he asked where all his girlfriends were and somehow my own girlfriend was screaming saying mm. that she was right there. To which I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to fight Bad Bunny real quick. Yeah, but you know like the gay bestie could get away with saying anything. <laughs> the gay bestie. <laughs> Isn't Bad Bunny's gay, right? I mean. Well, he kissed a man in the mouth in front of a. Which had Twitter on a frenzy. By thousands the way. of people. Yeah. At Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. So, I mean, I, listen, I but don't But then again, know. Madonna and Britney Spears kiss, we don't know what they really be doing. Right. Yeah. So, know. who knows? That could just I think that's the luxury that Madonna has, though, because Madonna, she flirted with women her entire life. That's, that's so funny. Can we just go on a quick tangent? And this is a good segue to what Damaris and I were talking about after last week's show. Mm-hmm. We, I forgot <laughs> what we were watching. We were watching some something and on one. Netflix. No, it was something that, that before or after Rhythm that. Rhythm and Flow. Rhythm and Flow. Damaris had never seen Rhythm and Flow, and we were re-watching some of the episodes. And at, at one point, the gay dude laid on the girl, which is completely appropriate. Like, the, the gay dude can... What is this, Rhythm and Flow? It's not important, though. On Netflix? Yeah, this is just what sparked the conversation. Okay. We see the gay bestie lean on the girl's lap, which is totally acceptable. So I asked Damaris, I'm like, all right, is this a double standard, which I'm fine with, but can we... Can we get to the bottom of, can the straight man lay on his lesbian friend's lap and it be okay with his girl? Because you would have no issue if your girl like was, you know, on her gay bestie's shoulder or like they do more, you know, touchy things because he's gay. And that's what gay besties do. They damn near assault your girlfriend mm-hmm. and it's okay. And we have to accept it because mm-hmm. they're gay. Are we allowed to do that with our lesbian friend? And I'm talking about like the stereotypical woman Femme baddie type, Ooh. IG baddie, but straight lesbian girlfriend. Not straight lesbian. If like, you have a girlfriend, can you lay on your yeah, lesbian? Like, is it okay? Is do I get a pass? I hope I'm wearing this correctly. No. I mean, how long do I get a pass? No. Can I just be in the crib laid up yeah. with an IG baddie? She just happens to be a complete lesbian and my friend. Can I lay up on her the same way my girl? It's socially acceptable to just no. lay with the gay bestie, cuddle, no. No. sleep with. No. Nope. Jerk off. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 It's a double standard, but I mean, that's just. It's a double standard. And well, why? She's, she's a lesbian. Double standards are it's healthy. A double standard. So, Rory, the reason why I'll tell you uh, why that double standard doesn't work um, is because you, even though she does not like penis, you will still be, att- you can still be attracted to her. Okay. But why can't you, as a woman, be attracted to your gay bestie? He's just not into vagina. Are women often attracted to gay men? Yes. Yes. 
Not have you been to Atlanta? This, this entire this entire generation. <laughs> have you been to Atlanta? Have you been? Yo, <laughs> they're have, everywhere. Have you seen the there, rap community you. lately? <laughs> they're, they're out there. The gay men in Atlanta that are sleeping with women. Oh yeah. my god. They have wives. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm an openly gay, not closeted gay. Yeah, I think. And when I say attracted to, I don't mean like fine. oh, they're cute or things like that. I mean like, wow, I want to sleep with them. I can't see why not. It happens, but it's not going to happen as often as Rory Land. And you know stuff. women like a challenge How in changing men. They'll be like, I'll be the one to turn them straight. Yeah, I'll turn them out. <laughs> I'll turn them back to us. I'll turn the ship, ladies. Don't you worry. No. And us as men know, like, if she's a lesbian, we're not going to eat that pussy better. So we're not turning her out. Nobody loves women more than a married heterosexual man. True. That's probably true. Like, married, married hetero, heterosexual men mm. love women. That's like married, they got to be married though. You know, married man loves, loves like women. love women or just love other women that are not their wives. Oh, they don't love their wives. Oh, okay. Oh, the, the wives are just you know, it's like hey. oh, they love their wives. They don't like their wives. There you go. <laughs> some <laughs> of them don't even love their wives. <laughs> if you really want to get some men, don't even love their wives. They're just like, listen, you know, she's just a good person, and we had kids, and it's just like, hey, my partner for life. Okay, let me add one more thing into this debate. Yes. Let's say I had a lesbian bestie. That was a stud. That she was a stud. <laughs> and I and my girl came home and I was just I was just laid up on the stud's chest. On their chest? Then I would think you gay. Exactly. <laughs> See, yo, men can't win. Because if, if I, I laid up with, with the stud, yeah. my girl would be like, is he gay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I walked in here and saw you laying on a stud's chest, I'm walking out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to intrude on y'all personal right. time. So in conclusion, men can never lay we, with we the lesbian no, bestie at all. But can't. women can no. lay with the gay bestie Heterosexual men, we can't lay. We can't stand. We can't roll over. We can't do can't anything deal. with anybody other than our, our girlfriend. Mm. No. Yeah. Can't. Right. It's just not, just, that's just the world that we live in today. I just wanted to ask. Yeah. I've seen some lesbians that like, oh, she looks like a great cuddler. I know I get nothing from it, but oh, this guy's sick. Is it gay if two studs fuck with each other? They would, think <laughs> they, they would think it was. Yeah, that's gay. They, right? They'd be like, oh, it was some gay shit. That's definitely gay. Demaris, is like it? two studs fucking with each other is definitely <laughs> gay. I don't know for sure. You know how many studs I've heard out their mouth go, yo, get away, get away from me with that gay shit. Like, Wait, studs. What? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yo, stop. Gay people are fun to hang out with. The best. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I've been the biggest advocate of that. Like, I went to a performing arts school, and obviously, you know, I was a bunch of gay guys in my school, but they were like, I always noticed that the gay guys were like always super cool and they could fight. Like, that's a, that's one thing people don't yeah. know. Yo, let me tell you something about gay men, dog. <laughs> gay men, I don't know where they get their hands from, but they can fucking fight. Listen, man. not only can they fight, they will be the first to fight. Oh, absolutely. They they'll, pop they'll, the fuck up. There'll be some sassy interactions, but they will be the first people to get to it. <laughs> yeah. And if you get knocked out by a gay man, Oh, it's funny. Your summer's over. <laughs> you can't come outside. <laughs> Are we gonna get canceled for that? No, I just don't no. know. It's it's it is. Segment. We're um, <laughs> so it's fun. Was it? I just thought it was some good conversation. Yeah, we about love it. the gays. The gays know we love them. Yo, so listen, is Bad Bunny gay? Like honestly, like I understand the fluid thing. I understand the non-binary thing. I get it. It's, but like, it's more like who cares? That's kind of. It's not, I mean, but it's just like. Are you? I, I get it. Who cares? I don't really care. But I just, just like to know. Like, yo, what's up, man? You? I don't think he's ever publicly said if he's into dudes or whatever. He, I think he's just said again. Also, like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's yeah, Bad Bunny is very inclusive um, with like yeah. his music and his messaging and everything. Like, he's very. No, inclusive. I dig it. I listen, absolutely I love Pussy though. You could tell from every song that he's. He I does. don't. I don't. I don't know what he's saying most of the time. <laughs> I know the messaging. I know the hook a little bit. You know the messaging. Yeah, it's just like 
drink, party, shake that ass. Like we know mm. what the message is. Right. Um, live life, La Playa. You know what I mean? Go yeah. Yankees. But um, <laughs> I just would, I would just like to know, like, yo, what's up, man? Like, but with, with anybody though, that I he's in an open relationship support with his girl. and I he's in an open relationship with his girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he has a girlfriend. So yeah. he has a girlfriend. He has a girlfriend. Bad oh yeah, okay. bad, bad bunny's fucking everybody. Yeah. So I, I know what it is. Yeah, I hear. He's doing his prince shit. Yeah, he's not gay. Well, Prince, I don't think Prince never kissed a man in the mouth. You don't think Prince ever kissed a man in the mouth? We never saw it. I don't now what he does in his home, I don't right. I can't speak to that. But on stage, publicly, he's never kissed a man. I think Prince, I don't think Prince ever fucked a dude, but I think Prince definitely had dudes at his crib and said, like, hey, I'll fuck. Hey, hey <laughs> watch me fuck this girl better than you ever could. I need you to watch. He yeah. seems like that type. And then he bathed there for two hours. <laughs> and homie was in the bathroom like, yo, get to it already. Yeah. <laughs> Prince, Prince is so beautifully arrogant and better at everything than all of us. I yeah. know he was like, I need an audience of men so I could just show you that I fuck better than you in heels. Yeah, Prince. Like, and and we, we'd be like, and even if you straight, you'd be like, man, let me see how Prince fuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Prince looked like he definitely put a woman in the bathroom like, now you must let her soak for three hours. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. And then walk out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you let her soak And he like picked hours. the lavender plants from some exotic oh, country. Oh, handpicked. Yeah. Absolutely. If lavender comes from plants, I don't even know. <laughs> These grow in Europe only this time of year. Had them flown in last night. Word. Like a prince. Are you, are you going to penetrate this woman anytime soon? I got to go. No, you let her. You let her stew for three hours in the tub. Stew. Yeah, you let her stew. Yeah, you let let her bake a bit. Um. So yeah, uh, Bad Bunny had the Bronx lit this weekend. Everybody was out. Stadium was packed. Looked Everybody. like a great show. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Bad Bunny. Uh, he's definitely one of my favorite artists to to just see what he's gonna do next. I think he's an artist in every sense of the word, visually, aesthetically. He just pays attention to detail. He gives uh, his fans. He wants to give them a real experience when they go see him. Um. So. For that alone, salute the Bad Bunny. He shot a video in the, in the Bronx, I think, earlier this year mm-hmm. in the hood somewhere. I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. I like this kid, man. He's he's super dope. So he won uh, Artist of the Year. What he the, won Artist of the Year at the VMAs, right? VMAs, yeah. Correct. And the Congrats concert on was VMA. The concert they played some of it during the VMAs. Yeah, they did one. He did one song in performance for the VMAs. For the VMAs, live yeah. from the Yankees team. Even were, though were you funny. in the B roll? Like no, I was. I went. I went shirtless. Saturday. Like so. Listen, let's get back shirtless. to your girl screaming when Bad Bunny asked where his girlfriend was. And yeah. And your girl How did that make you feel as a man? I thought it was hilarious, but for a second she was I was just watching, I was like, she was screaming. Yeah. I mean screaming. You think she got wet, honestly? I'm pretty sure she did. She did. Yeah, it's bad money. You're strong, you're a strong uh, Aztec warrior. And I I don't understand how you can stand there and watch a woman scream for another man and pussy get wet. I mean, I was like semi chode, you know. You were semi what? He's a voyeur, we know that. So he he would have been cool watching his girl. Would you let Bad Bunny fuck your girl? He would definitely whoa, 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 whoa. let Bad Bunny fuck his girl. Would you let Bad Bunny he, answer whoa, whoa, me right whoa, whoa. now? It's get okay, the I fuck out. Really answer me or get out. Would you or would you not let your girl fuck Bad Bunny? How much money? You a Free. you a sick Mexican? Free. No, and you know, no, you know, me, you know, he means what he would pay Bad Bunny, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> not what he would get paid. How much would I have to pay? How much is admission? Yeah, you paid you paid a thousand dollars for y'all two to go there. Oh my God, yo, Eddie, you are sick, man. Um, but how was the show? It was yeah, great. Like, give us takeaways. What it was, what it was like besides there being women there screaming for him? We knew that part. I mean, that was like the biggest part of the whole thing. I mean, it was great. There was a whole like fireworks fiasco. Romeo Santos was there. If y'all know who that is, of course. Come on, yeah, I don't know. Kennedy High's finest. I don't know. Just making sure. Yeah. Um. Uh, what else? He brought out Arcangel. He brought out uh, Chencho. He brought out mad like reggaeton people. He didn't bring out my man Anuel. No, he didn't bring I, out I Nori. Fuck with Anuel. No, he, my guy. No, he, he should have brought out Nori. Oh, but that being said, uh, on Sunday, even though I wasn't there, he uh, Carmelo Anthony was the one that presented him the award for 
uh, at the VMAs. Yeah, uh, well, there he went. I guess Carmelo Anthony was there uh, the and presented the award of Artist of the Year. See, why is that? A, of course, <laughs> I was actually kind of confused. Why Carmelo was there? Why Carmelo Anthony? Well, Carmelo is from New York. A little bit, right? He's a little bit from. He reps New York. Uh, he he grew up in Baltimore. Former Knicks. Um, he is Puerto Rican. Yeah. Um, I think Bad Bunny is a fan of his. His well, ex wife is Lala. Like yeah. it's just a lot of things. It's a lot of you know you can't put them you can't put the par the parallels. I could see Man, it. The I could see it. Was at the Bad Bunny concert. Why are everybody ignoring that parallel? I, I wasn't. Oh, no, no, we, that's no, the, the first thing I said. Yeah. Damaris, let's be clear. Yeah, the only there. reason I entertained paying sixteen hundred dollars <laughs> was because I knew exactly yeah. nah, who was in the fucking just play stadium. The, just play the let out for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just post up McDonald's just, across the street. Just post up on Jerome, like yo, yo, y'all good? Bad Bunny? Yeah, yeah, we we Bad in here. Bunny? Yeah, nah, but um, he did have the Bronx lit though. It was so much fucking traffic yeah. over there. Oh, oh hell yeah, I, I, I'm it was sure. crazy. There was people like rushing the stadium to try to get in, which actually stopped people who were actual ticket holders from going into the concert. So that oh, yeah? Sucked. yeah, yeah. my homegirl Beatrice tweeted that either they oversold or people were trying to sneak in because it was at capacity and there was 10,000 people well, let me outside of Yankee Stadium. Let me assure you this. The Yankee Stadium did not oversell those tickets. <laughs> no. They're not doing that. People no. were just trying to get in. It's in the middle of the Bronx. Yeah. People live right across the street. They're like, nah, we, we, we should get in here for free. Yeah, I get but, it. But I, I did see a lot of video from uh, people that went and it looked dope. He right. had like a little piece of the island. He was flying. Yeah, around. yeah. He was like flying on the island. He had like a whole stage. There were other uh, cities. I'm glad it didn't happen here where people were jumping onto the stage, literally yeah. onto the stage. Yeah, that seems like a lot, man. So, well, well, congrats to Bad Bunny on a great weekend in the Bronx, selling out Yankee Stadium. That's some historical shit. Uh, congrats on your VMA. Congrats on kissing your uh, backup dancer. Um, but, and congrats on getting Eden's girls uh, pussy wet. Wow! 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 Poor wow! wow. I was, yeah. That guy has a, wow. he has a he has a wow. full night, doesn't he? Bad Bunny is really out here touching the people. Wow! Um, <laughs> do you say thank you, <laughs> or do you get mad? Nah, me. Okay. I mean, well, well, you asking me? You I had a good I'm night. asking you. You want to get canceled? I mean, but you gotta go home and fuck Edit, not Bad Bunny. That sounds great to me. All right, it was probably better. She gotta, go home. she gotta go home and fuck Edit. Like, damn, that's a prize. Yeah, I want you to do my man's like that. Like, right. maybe that's what Gosh. she wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, no, no, she's done it before. <laughs> she's gonna do it again. We don't know that. That could have been their first time after the Bad Bunny show. You thought I was a virgin from then? I mean, with her, maybe. I don't know. Oh, we know you're a cuck, so I don't think you're a virgin. But I'm not a cuck. You're not? No, I would be, I'm the one you're that... You're a Nick that, Cuck Rogwin. Oh, that's what you are. <laughs> Nick was Cuck Rogwin. Yeah, you're Nick Cuck Rogwin. I know what you are. Uh, congrats to Nicki Minaj on winning the Video Vanguard Award at the M, uh, the VMAs. Did you watch the VMAs? I did not watch it. I saw clips of Nicki uh, winning her award. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw her do, I think, the Monsterverse. She did, she, she did, uh, like, yeah, like, a whole she did like half of it and then cut half of it because of course they're so like time. a whole montage of but I, I like they dropped the beat and everything like she did mm-hmm. it acapella yeah it, it was great i before we get into the full nikki thing i will say watching the vmas this year did and i don't mean this in a dark way it did remind me of my own mortality what, that? what do you mean it it's just crazy to watch one nikki i remember the first mixtape i remember on fucking smack dvd shit mm-hmm. to see her get the video vanguard shit was amazing, but also was like, oh wow, the artists like around my era are now the the ones being honored at this time. Like that's kind of crazy to, to think about. When I was a kid watching, well, not Stevie Wonder, obviously, mm-hmm. get get honored, but other artists, it made sense to me. Now it's like, oh, I watched her entire career, and now she's getting one of the the best awards when it comes to video shit ever. 
Mm -hmm. And her just going through that entire medley of songs of the last, uh, what's her career, almost 20 years now? Nikki? Yeah. 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 Was was incredible. And it, it reminded me, I don't know if they they planned it this type of way. They didn't focus on Nikki's hits. I felt like they were trying to show us that Nikki is a rapper. Yeah. Because everything was so focused on her verses and not so much what the hit song was. Because so many uh, medallies, we go right to the hook because that's the one that's familiar and we have to get to the next song. Nikki, it was just verse after verse. Right. And it was a reminder that, yeah, a lot of these chicks can't fuck with Nikki. It was a big rapper reminder. And I know she was out of breath because she was rapping nonstop. Well, I've always said it uh, for years that Nicki Minaj is the best female rap artist ever. And I'm, I'm not mad at you at all for that take. I, I would agree. It was just a, a clear reminder with the boom of female rappers that we love. She's at her core a rapper. That was not a display oh, of how many hit records, even though she kept doing hit after hit. Mm-hmm. It was a reminder of I rap better than Oyo. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> it was know, iconic verse after iconic verse, not iconic song after iconic song. You know what I'm saying? They try to what they try to do with female MCs and rappers are, you know, they, they try to get them to start using more melodies in their verses as time goes on. Yeah. And that, do their own hooks instead of getting someone to sing the hook. Why don't you sing it? Like, we'll try to get her get her to sing, you know, and do things like that. So she's she's done that as well. But at the core, Nikki is an MC. She's but, a rapper. But mm-hmm. also like with, with so many and I'm not let's not even make it a female rap thing. Just so much with rap now we remember how good the song was. Mm -hmm. This was just focused on the verse of each and how iconic and how much we remember the verse, not the song. Mm -hmm. Like even when Bees in the Trap came on, it was like, oh, the song is Nicki's verse. Mm -hmm. Like as as catchy as that hook is and we love changing on that, the iconic part of every one of these records was Nicki's verse, Mm -hmm. her pen, her rapping ability. That's what I loved so much about that entire thing. And her flow. Nobody, nobody rides a track like Nicki, even if she's, even when she's not saying anything, that's like, if you write it on a, on a piece of paper, it's so memorable. Nobody flows like Nicki. That's why she ate everybody up on monsters. Her flow is insane. Her her delivery, her ability to, to change voices within pockets. She's a fucking mathematician with actual rapping type of shit. Like the way we say, Oh, if you, look at M shit and print it out on a piece of paper. It's the greatest shit ever. Nikki does that with rapping and delivery. Mm-hmm. Like she'll become a different person in that. And I've said, she started this, this whole new voice shit in hip hop Yeah, for this wave of like actually changing your voices <clears throat> and becoming different people. And shit, I, I felt like Kendrick damn near bit Nikki early in his career when he would go with different flows and put on his little alien voice or put on some other type of filter on his voice. Mm-hmm. I think that all derives from Nikki, and it, it was just nice to watch a twenty-year career be honored in the way it was. Congrats to Nicki Minaj again on winning the Vanguard Award at the VMAs. Uh, very well deserved, um, and it was just good to see Nicki in her element, like you said, rapping and hearing those songs and those verses again. Uh, other winners from the uh, VMAs: Taylor Swift won the Video of the Year with "All Too Well." Uh, Song of the Year went to Billie Eilish. With Happier Than Ever, Best New Artist, Dove Cameron. Best Collab, Little Nas and Jack Harlow. Shout out to uh, Lake, Lake and uh, DJ Drama For and sure. Jack. Um, did you, well, did you see the... Jack did the intro performance mm-hmm. um, with First, first class. class. Yep. Why was Juski looking at Jack's ass like that? Because I, I didn't peep. Jack has the fatty? I don't know. I was just more concerned that... I just don't think Taylor Rooks belongs in like spirit first class. <laughs> Like, there wasn't even Why? the seats that really go all the way back. They were in spirit first class. 
Oh, like, was, I feel was, like Taylor was even like, this is dirty. Was Taylor in the video? Taylor, they put all of Jack's friends like in first class in first while class, he was yeah. rapping through the aisle Chloe, to get yeah, to the stage. Taylor. Like Chloe was there. Uh, it was a bunch of people. The Truski, Santana was there. It, it was, yeah, it was a bunch of people. Yeah. Um, I just felt like it looked very coach. It looked like coach class. Yeah. Because of the didn't, people or because of how? No, not the people. The people oh. looked amazing. I'm saying the seats just didn't feel first class just to me. Is it still like <laughs> genuine first class if it's Spirit Airline? I don't think Spirit has first class. Oh, I've never. Thought but if they did, it would look like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, Jack. It was interesting how they did the the hosting. Everybody hosted. Yeah, L. Cool J, uh, Nikki. Uh, you know what kind of pissed me off though? What? I I wasn't mad that that Jack was one of the hosts because I think Jack is is charismatic and can be a good host. They just put Drewski next to him and with everyone no mic. with no mic. And Drewski's fucking hilarious. His comedic timing is unreal. He's one of those people that actually took the internet comedy shit and we found out he was really actually funny. Right. So why have him stand there next to Jack with no microphone? I have no idea. If it, honestly, I think Drewski should have hosted the entire thing. The VMAs? Yes. Yeah. He's funny. In the era that we're in now. He's funny, but I don't know if he's hosting the VMAs. They, they, J. Cole had him open up for him every show of his tour this yeah. last tour just J-, J. Cole and the VMAs are two different things I mean okay but also I like, I like Juicy Live ability. He's, he's, he's super hilarious who, yeah. who has who has but analyzed hosting the VMAs is you gotta get a couple movies under your belt you gotta have some so what has Jack done <clears throat> what do you mean Harlow yeah. He's is, white and he's he did a, a song with Little Nas X. Oh. Out of here. Boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sat, go. sat them next to each other in yeah. every category that came up. I was <laughs> yeah. like, it's crazy they won and they're next <laughs> to each other. <laughs> That's so That's weird how the seating worked. Yeah. <laughs> how the seating worked. <laughs> Little Nas is sitting okay. right here. You all mean, right. okay. But I feel like, all right, let me put it this way. Award shows have been failing miserably with ratings because they don't focus on what's happening currently. Drewski has analyzed from a comedic standpoint the music industry, I feel better than any of the up and coming comedians. Drewski is funny. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. I like him. I like him a lot. I just think that when you say VMAs, it has to be because Drewski is a very like we know Drewski, but I feel like a lot of people that watch the VMAs that are at the VMA. Then again, maybe not. Well, all right, okay. Then, a lot then, of white kids don't know Drewski. Yeah, that's anyway. what I'm saying. He's, and, he's and, relatable. Right. They they put him next to Jack with no microphone. Yeah, that why not weird. put him next to Jack with a microphone? Put him next to LL Cool J with a microphone. He can co-host with everyone that hosted and put in his actual funny shit. He sat there just looking. I, I felt bad for him. I his, know he felt awkward. Like his what am comedic I doing right timing now? is 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 good enough to kind of do something like that. And and he's a great writer I think with jokes and fuck get a whole team and yeah. everyone writes some shit we know he can deliver I just felt like he should have been the main host that could have just hosted with all the other hosts because it was hosted by 10 people yeah right? um I don't know what to say about K-pop I'm terrified to say anything about it because I know I get murdered <laughs> I mean it's K-pop do you listen to K-pop no but not because I dislike it it just I just don't I haven't gotten around to figuring out K-pop who was the name of the K-pop group that was on stage and the big ass projector screen fell down and, and, and oh smashed. I don't know I oh think that's it, terrible yeah that was, that was terrible I, I don't know he he survived that, that yeah guy. he did yeah and that shit landed right that on shit his face right on his head it's just crazy the crazy I thought he died I thought we, I, I watched somebody die nah, on stage yeah, and that well. they said he hey, survived I'm I glad like, I didn't that's crazy even see that yeah. no but I'm talking I, about the entire like imagine your TV like times 30 I installed that myself so I hope that doesn't happen <laughs> very well could um I see what the VMAs were trying to do. Again, we give these award shows shit because their their ratings fall all the time. K 
K-pop being probably one of the, the bigger genres in the world right now, they did a heavy focus on K-pop. Well-deserved, too, because I know it's a huge genre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Nikki, obviously well-deserved for that video Vanguard thing, focused on the barbs. You get K-pop and the barbs, that's a good remedy for ratings. Yeah. So I see what the VMAs were trying to do. But back to my mortality, when the K-pop group came out and said, kick in the door, wave in a 4-4, I was like, I my mortality is just I don't know Kicking what's going the door, on. In my life waving anymore. a four four. <laughs> I swear that first K-pop group started because they did a bunch of different recognizable samples and the lyrics. I feel like the first thing they said was "kicking the door, waving a four four. Oh yeah, you're right. Blackpink. Yeah. That's my mortality. Blackpink's mm-hmm. new venom. Mm-hmm. Then you add that in with Nicki and everything that was going on. Then Em and Snoop, probably the most notable rappers as far so as fame funny. goes. Period. Right. Doing Snoop is definitely the most famous rapper. I would, I would think so. And yeah. M would be very much the next, right there, I would yeah. think. Mm-hmm. You get the two biggest ever to now introduce us to where the world will probably end up, which is the metaverse. It the was just, it was just my mortality was just in such a weird place. I watched M and Snoop introduce us to where the world is trying to with, go. With Bored Monkey Apes or Bored yeah, Bored Ape. Is it yeah. safe to say that uh, Eminem and Snoop have music coming? We see, oh, it was nice to see that they were they're friends again. We've seen them post a picture in the studio with Dr. Dre yeah. last week. Um, now they're at the VMAs together. Did a whole new song. Yeah, so they I think they have something. They have a project coming together. And I'm sure it's metaverse-centered to some degree. Yeah. And then Red Hot Chili Peppers became the old rock band that they bring back. They're all like 50 I'm telling you, I, it's just weird how old I'm getting. I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Same. Though. I I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Flea what? fan. I was jamming in here. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm a fan. They're probably one of my favorite rock bands. So them being the older rock band that MTV brings back in mm-hmm. is weird to me. Yep, bear with me, guys. I'm 32. I'm just getting old. <laughs> so okay. So these things are odd to me when I first see them. It was just an interesting night. I really enjoyed it, though. I, I thought it was a, a good thing. Lotto let me know you can say pussy. Right. On uh, her track. At award shows now. Mm-hmm. You can so, say bitch as well now. Like it's it's Lotto nominated for Pussy. I was yeah. like, wow, I was like, Whoa. love TV now. <laughs> the world is the world is the world has has transformed so much. Then uh then Lizzo got uh she won best video for good. Yeah, as a category. I, I don't know what that means. And she said that in her she said, I have no idea what this means, but bitch, we did it. I was like, Oh, all right, video for good. She's screaming <laughs> bitch, love TV now. Yeah, I said she kind of was going off on somebody like she was somebody was getting into it with her online or something, talking yeah. shit about Lizzo. Uh Ari Spears, the comedian. Yeah. For, oh, I mean he's now, a comedian. But was he saying like crazy, crazy violence? Somebody, he wasn't. He wasn't on stage like doing a comedic bit. He was doing an interview dialogue thing, and somebody asked him, "Have you heard?" It was such a setup question to go viral because somebody said, "Have you heard Lizzo's music? She actually makes good music." And why are you asking Aries Spears about Lizzo music? But whatever. Well, have you heard that? Because people ask Aries is a big music fan. Have you heard Lizzo's music? She actually has good music. He says, "Yeah, I can't really get into her music because she's shaped like a like the shit emoji. Like she's shaped like a a thing of mashed potatoes, and nobody wants to see that." Here's my thing. I'm a protector of comedy. Has everyone? Have but, you ever seen Aries Spears? <laughs> no, that that was no, that was the whole. That was the that's whole why thing. he got murdered online. It was yeah, like, fam, no, you look like the shit emoji. I was about to say Aries. He's not the one that should have said that. I'm never mad at at comedians, but if it's not funny, then I'm just then it was whatever. It just was a lazy fucking bad joke. Not yeah. bad in the sense that it's mean. Whatever the fuck, that's your personal opinion. It was just not a funny joke. 
It was easy. It's like what a kid would say on Twitter. Aries is an actual professional comedian. And don't have we, a better joke. Don't That's we know by now that Lizzo doesn't care what anyone says about her body? Like Lizzo don't give a fuck. Well, she said in her video for good speech, all you bitches, we did it, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> bitch, it's me. You can get bitch, I'm yeah. rich. Bitch, yeah. you're broke. <laughs> That's how you're supposed to respond to that. Well, I mean, I didn't see the VMAs. I saw some of the clips. Uh, but shout out to all the, all the uh, winners, all the nominees. Um... Hopefully next year is not in New York. Well, it was in Newark. Yeah, it was in Jersey. Yeah, but I hope it's not in New York next right, year. What's wrong with that? It's just too much traffic. It was just a lot for the Bad Bunny concert and that at the same time. It was just a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I stayed in then. Yeah. Well, you went to the DJ Khaled um, release party at Love. Oh, yeah. How was that? I, di- I didn't go. Oh. No, you no. did um, the photo in front of the, the sign and you were doing and the prayer hands. And then you, you said like, God, God did. No, I didn't say Maul did. No, right, Maul did. did. Maul definitely did. You did Maul a toast and was did. like, yo... Everyone here just want to let y'all know more did. I didn't. And then everyone else said their name as if they were. I didn't. Like everyone say your name on three and then did after. Like oh, one, two, three. Like Damaris did. Like we would there all do go. it. I didn't, I did. didn't go oh. to, the, uh, to, the, to the DJ Khaled uh, album release party. Um, I was invited, but I decided not to go. Uh, but Julian was there. I think he, we, saw, we found a picture of him. Yeah. With, uh, found? He posted it. <laughs> oh, he sent that to the chat? No, I... I saw it on his IG and oh, I okay, screenshot okay, okay, it and, yeah. and put it in the chat because it was funny to me. How but do we feel about the... Um, did you listen to the album? I did. Did you look at the photos from that party though? All of them? No, I didn't look at all of the photos. You think, right, well, do, you, do you follow enough people been, on IG that you saw? That's I, what I mean. I saw a few people were there. Yeah. That looked like that would have been an issue for me. Being in that tight spot with no, all those people? No, just the amount of overlap from past <laughs> oh, like, it was it was a lot of people you in the some same, skeletons in there and you know Ludlow's not that big it was a small quarters mm-hmm. and it would have been a lot of you can't over, avoid it nobody. just would have been very yeah, you better than I didn't it. go you can't afford you can't avoid those conversations in a room like that it would have been, been a lot of oh how, how you doing oh y'all know each other that's crazy <laughs> it's crazy that we all here tonight <laughs> for Khaled like, yeah, I didn't yo, even know yo, you knew God, Khaled God did this yeah God brought us together God did this God wants us to talk and, and rectify our issues with each other tonight Imagine, to, wait, so you fucked her too? Listen, God don't make mistakes. Look where we at. God brought us all together to solve this. Well, DJ Khaled had his, his album release party at Ludlow House in, and it uh, in New York City. Looked like it was a great night. Um, how do we feel about the album? I'm going to be honest. Khaled might have to uh, fight Drake. Why? <laughs> Why? That intro was disrespectful. Horrible. Really? That could, was disrespectful. Could have left that intro off. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, 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 I get it, but Khaled, we could have done without that intro. I think Khaled feels that way too. Because again, I'm going to go back to what he said on Drink Champs. The way I start my album, nobody can fuck with me. And I thought he was talking about the Jay-Z verse. And then I saw the track list and it said Drake. So I'm thinking Drake went off on No Secret. So what? Khaled don't even count that as him starting his album. There's okay. no way Khaled said no one could fuck with me after this 47 seconds of, of secrets Drake was telling. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know what that was about, um, but hey, I'm, maybe I'm just not that great of, of a producer. So, But I could have did without 47 seconds of an intro from Drake. <laughs> I'm going to just be honest. Like you see, no, uh, what is it called? No Secrets? No Secrets. No Secrets. No secret, and then featuring Drake. I'm like, okay, this is about to be... We, if we know one thing, Drake on an intro or outro is great. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to get off. So... It was just a little disappointing to hear. Not even 47 seconds. Drake only yeah. rapped for about 38 seconds. Drake must not like Khaled splits. No, Drake probably, uh, he was like busy if, defending if, the Ministry of Canada and all that other shit he told Game. Remember, he got a lot of shit going on. Properties that, that he's that looking after true. and shit like that. Got a lot of shit. Time, time is uh, of the essence. In, uh, he, remember, he had to go to um, France. You know, I had to live that life. Yeah. 
got to go around and, yeah, and, and promote the album and live that life and things like that. So he just gave Khaled thirty eight seconds. The soccer player life. And then um, it went into the 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 record that everyone has been talking about all weekend. Uh, well, I can't even say the record, the verse, because mm-hmm. y'all just completely forgot that Dre, uh, Ross and Wayne were on that record. But That's which, not true, which can we can we start? I wish, and I'm I'm I don't have any information. I assume that Ross and Wayne both got that beat in an email with no context. There was no whole verse at the time, and they just sent something back. Mm-hmm. I feel like had Wayne known that Jay was going to do that and kind of set the record straight for the 17,000th time that I'm better than all y'all. Yeah. Wayne would have went further into what he was talking about in his verse of saying, I invented all this. All you guys are my kids. I did the dread tat. I started this culture right here. This is me. I would have liked Wayne to rap for much longer on that topic, but I know he probably didn't have context that Jay was going to go for four minutes straight Yeah, about how much he's done for the world because Wayne went off it was just I felt I no, think he Wayne, was just sending a 16 I think Khaled yeah, like, who's his man say yo can you give me a verse on this he said alright bet because he could have went on much longer about him really being the reason of why rap looks the way it looks I'm gonna be honest uh, Ross and Wayne shouldn't have been on that record I agree I think the intro should have just been Jay yeah that's 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 a Jay-Z uh, intro uh, that should have been the intro to the album mm-hmm. honestly just let Jay have that and then put that Ross and Wayne verse on something else because Ross Ross got off on that and Wayne got off on that. Um, but it's just that what Jay did after them, it just kind of took, you know, the light away from what they did. And it's not no knock to they didn't like not perform on the record, but what Jay did was just something different. Um, because we don't get a lot of Jay verses unless it's his project. It just was too much. I think it was too much. For for Ross and Wayne to kind of try to stand next to, and I think that Ross verse and Wayne verse they should have did that on another track. You know I, think I think that whole verse should have been the intro to the album. I think it, if Wayne would have went for longer and they take Ross off, I think that would have been a really good. I I so you wasn't fucking with Ross verse. I just don't think it's Ross a good is. Ross verse, but when you put it in context of even Wayne's quick verse, even Wayne, it doesn't yeah, stand. Even Wayne's Wayne quick went verse off. was still talking about the same type of thing that. Jay was talking yeah. about it was just I've, I've, condensed, you know. Yeah. So we're, I, we're the goats. <laughs> yeah, we're the goats. That's exactly. Te- long story short, you, we're you the guys goats. are all here because of us. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I just, you know, again, Jay's verse was so different, and you know, the 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 talk is just so different, and what he was getting off, and he's touched but, on things that he, you know, it's just it was if, just different. If Wayne centers, a, and we know Wayne can rap forever if if he wants to. Oh yeah. If he centered the whole verse around. Dreadlocks, face tats, I'm the apex. I made the culture. What up, twin? Like, if his whole verse was centered around that, mm-hmm. that could have been one of the more classic rap records mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And how we're seeing hip hop age of Wayne and Jay just going back and forth of how they kind of created everything that we do know right now. Uh, we also didn't need John Legend on the end of that. Yeah, I thought Friday did his thing on the hook. I really liked his hook. Yeah. Um, I, I get it. It was an obvious John Legend outro, especially with God. But, but we just don't need... See, sometimes you can overproduce a record. Yep. I completely agree. And I, we just didn't... It's just, I mean, we love John Legend, obviously. But he we just... We didn't need him there. Um, love John. Didn't need him right there. I had an idea. I just don't... You know, I'm not playing Monday morning quarterback. I thought it would be cool. You know, on volume three and on the Carter two, 
how Jay and Wayne did the same beat three times or two times in the album. Mm -hmm. It was the outro, the fly-in. Had Wayne popped it off with that verse, like I'm saying, if you just get the verses you have, Wayne starts the album out with that, you get right into the album, and Jay is the outro. Same beat, same shit. You start the album with Wayne doing that, you end the album with, with Jay on the same beat. So just get Ross out of here. I, if Ross would redo his verse, I would say put that in the middle. <laughs> so get Ross out of here. Ross's verse is great. It just yo, don't, yo, it just don't yo, match Ross, up. redo your verse and then we might put you no, in sounds, the middle of the album. No, he sounds great on it. Don't try to make me sound like a Ross hater. He sounds amazing no. on it. It just don't match up to what the, the theme of that record is and what they were talking about. Got you. That, that's all. And I mean, we could sit here like every other podcast that already has breaking down every hove line. It's, it's one of the better verses I'm, we've heard I'm definitely not in a really long time. I don't want to do that either. Every hove line. I'm well, not going to post every picture I have with Hove. Ooh, I'm not going to. Now I'm let's just, get into it. I'm just no, not no, going to no, do that. That's why I wanted to get is into that, it. Is that, wait, were people the doing it? The way people act yeah, when Hove just, releases a verse. Listen, I, listen, and, 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 and I get it. You know what I mean? We, we, because we, we, we say we give people their flowers. We're supposed to salute the greats while we have them. Posting a picture with an icon is not giving them uh, their flowers. Listen, <laughs> I mean, but it's weird. The way people design their flowers these days is just weird. I, don't, I can't tell people how to give their flowers. I'm not, I'm not in that business. But somebody, somebody posting Jay on their Instagram account is not giving Jay his flowers. I'm sorry. I mean, it's just, you know, people just want to seem like they're part of the in crowd or they, you know, they know Hove. And I just think it's nasty to call somebody your big homie and you don't have their phone number. Yikes. That's fair. That's just nasty to me. Yeah. I mean, I that's just me. I can't be like, yo, that's my big homie. Yo, call him right now. <laughs> yeah, that should fall under the line. Call your big homie, tell him I said what's up. <laughs> I'm not part, I'm not part of this uh that Twitter crowd with you toxic women that say it's embarrassing when men call other men big bro. I think we need more big yeah. bros out there and yeah. men should find big bros. But if, but if you don't really know that dude bro. and don't have his number, yeah, that's, don't not, your big that's bro. not your big bro. Yeah, that's, that's not weird. your big bro, that's not your big homie. Um, you know. But I get it, you know. It's 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 Jay, it's Hove, it's you know he's one of the the greats, if not the greatest. Uh, you know he comes out and shows us that he's still in shape and he can still rap at an elite level from time to time. So people get excited and you know they want to you know just show love, I guess, in their own in their own way. I'm not gonna call it weird. I'm just just, just that's just their own way of showing uh, love to Jay. But um, well, I just thought it was just a little little weird. Will you make um, call me? Excuse me? Will you be my big homie? Will I be your big big homie? Mm -hmm. Sure. Okay. I'll be Ma, your big homie. Ma, would you be my big homie? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. a stretch. I'm all, I'm all big homie though. <laughs> but we have Rory each other's numbers. that's a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> you just know some people just don't belong in that in yeah, the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, Eddie, what would you call like me? Honest, like, what like honors math. Some yeah, people just don't belong in that. What would you call me for, Eddie? You know, yo, the oranges ain't selling on the Deegan no more. What should I do? Right, exactly. <laughs> what fruit should I switch up to? You know, it's mango season. Like, <laughs> yo, Come on. I love okay, Eddie. Right. Man. I just love Eddie. What would you do if the if the oranges stop selling on that specific exit off the Deegan from the GW? I start yo, selling water. I ain't gonna lie. You got you got to lock down. You got to lock down Midtown. It's marketing. You know yeah, right. it's all about marketing. Right. It's like, yo, who else is out there? Who else is moving on that block? Who else is moving on that strip? Um, yeah. Do you think you, Jay, and Biggs would have gotten too big had that? Yo, you know it? what? Yo, just because I, <laughs> I just want to, like, I just want to know. Do Yo, you, you think, know what's do you funny? feel the three I, of y'all would have got too I big had you. that? No, I had it. nothing to do. With, don't put me in that. But it said, said Neemol and Biggs probably got too big if they ain't booked that low. What? What up, Mafa? Yeah, Mafa. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny? I meant to call Biggs and talk because I just, I just know that that right now where he's at in his life, he didn't want to hear that. <laughs> 
I know he was so tight. still on parole? I know he was so tight. <laughs> I know he was so tight when he heard that bar. He just like, he wants to forget about all of that shit back in the 90s. But oh. I didn't know Biggs was on Vlad. Yeah. That's, that was a old ass interview. When he first came on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did want to call you. Well, we spoke, but. When that line came out, that's just funny. Yeah, that's just funny. I know he. I know. I know he was. He was fucking. He did. Uh, can I? Can I be messy? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> your show. There was a little tone in that that meek bar. Of course. Well, felt like there was a little tone. Of course, it was. Because we know it was we the, know Jay is the petty king of of not saying something's direct, but kind of leaving it there for the person that knows to know. You know, it was all about. Um, it's just kind of like. Don't ever think that we could beef. Like to me, but talking to me, like Omik, don't ever think that we could beef. Like I I help get you out of jail, get your freedom. Like I will never sit here and beef with you about music and, you know, management and all this other shit. Like we can never beef. Like I would never even have that type of energy with you. But it was a tone of, so don't feed into none of this shit. Like don't get caught up in trying to, you know feel yourself a little too much and, and think that you could actually ever have a beef with me like no and I don't think Meek's been, been feeling himself in, no no in, no, no, in no. absolutely not I'm just saying it, but you know how people fall into that Well, question. people start reading things on the internet and they start tweeting and we know that Meek tweets exactly what he's thinking at the moment before yeah. proof yeah. thinking he yes. just tweets proof thinking yeah he doesn't proof think he just tweets yeah. what he's thinking <laughs> and you know that can cause a whole thing and I'm I'm pretty sure you know that line was just like yo me and like me and you could never beef, bro. Like I got you out of jail. Like so I Chino genuinely Braxton have love for you. On Twitter, quoted the tweet. Oh, quoted the song, right? And then Meek Who? Mill, uh Chino Braxton. Oh. Chino is uh Meek's friend. He's right. uh yeah. he's a, a a a a legendary uh motorcycle Chino dirt Chino. bike rider mm-hmm. but from Philly. So he's not from Baltimore? He might be from B more. Right. B more Philly is one and the same. Point is Meek Careful. Quit tweeted it, uh quote tweeted it. And he said, never. Yeah. I think Meek was referring to saying they could never beef. I saw a bunch of people oh. saying that, like Hove yeah. saying never. Okay. Like, I know what Meek was saying. Yeah, he said never. Yeah. Like, people he, just okay. are, are Bro, trying Meek, to find shit. Meek will never beef with Jay. It will no, never happen. Not. Like, he will never do it. It's not going to happen. Like, trust me. People, nobody, there's very few people that will actively try to beef with Jay, first of all. Let's just put that out there. Meek is not one of those people. Mm-hmm. He has way too much love and respect for Jay and what he's done for him. Like, you help somebody get out of prison, like, you owe you owe that person, like, heavy for the rest of your life, whether you want to, want to believe it or face it or not. You owe that person. Like, they got you your freedom back. So, yeah. no, they can't beef. I get it. Um... I just don't, and this is going to sound like a shot at M. It's not. I just don't need M on Use This Gospel. <laughs> Why not? Like, I just think it could have been better on another record. That's all. I, I don't know. Don't take my words very seriously. It's just... Too late. I'm not going to go back to that record. I'll yeah. be honest with you. I see the moment. I see what you're trying to do. I would like to hear Kanye and M on something different. That's all. Uh, Jadakiss' interlude. Liked it. Didn't need the uh, verses uh, audio in the beginning of it. At some point, I thought he was just putting the verses, <laughs> yeah, audio as the interlude. Um, but I want to skip too far ahead. There, there, there were some skips on here for me personally because they're you know some of the newer shit isn't really for the me. Beautiful is the record with Future and Scissor. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Love that record. I almost feel like he should have led with that. Yeah, I know I it doesn't really fit the rest of the album, so maybe it wouldn't be a good first single. Yeah. But. 
that to me is probably the best record on this. Uh, I owe an apology to to the uh, the party all the time party sample. all the time shit. That that's that's a record I actually really do love on that. And I felt bad for um Offset because he had to uh, present at the VMAs with Khaled. And Khaled just kept screaming, all I do is put the biggest artists in the world on my fucking projects. <laughs> and he's standing next to Offset, who's not on it, but his other two group members are. Yikes. It was just weird to me. Yeah. But what do I know? <laughs> um, I'm just going to talk about the, the records that I like. I, I don't want to get into Let's Pray with Don Tolliver and Travis. I like it. Cool. It was okay. Um, Lotto City Girls. I like it. I, I need to hear that one out. Um. The Way Past Luck with 21 Savage. I like that one. That's high on my list. 21 went off. 21 is, is He's on a slowly run. becoming one of my favorite new rappers. <laughs> He's on a run. Period. Um, These Streets Know My Name with those with the features on there. I was disappointed. Was Skilla Bang and who, uh, Damaris? Buju Bantam. There you go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could tell she had a beef patty with yeah. cocoa bread this weekend. <laughs> Mr. Banton. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Banton. Mr. Baton. Mr. Banton. <laughs> uh, I think that could have been, I don't know. It was underwhelming to me. But it wasn't obvious. Like, he brought them more into Khaled's world than them bringing Khaled into their worlds. Mm-hmm. I just would have liked maybe a more traditional dance hall record with all them. Yeah. To be honest. But I don't know. There's, there's, there's moments on this, and then there's things I don't like. It's, it, it's a Khaled album. And I don't mean that in a good or a bad way. That, that's it has what shit happens. I like, but. but I'm sure there's plenty of people for all the things I don't like would say the complete opposite that I'm saying. It's so all subjective. shit for everybody. It's all it. subjective. But this is what happens when you have uh, the access to the biggest artists in the world and you're able to put them all in one project. Sometimes it's just not going to mesh and hit the way you thought when you see, when you read the names. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some there's some songs in this album that obviously uh, I would go back to for sure. Yeah. Um, overall, I mean, it's a Khaled project. Um, you know, something for everybody on there. It's like a playlist. So, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But he does have some records on here that I do like. The Let's Pray, like I said, Don Tyler with Travis Scott. Uh, Beautiful with Future and Scissor, amazing record. Uh, Way Past Luck again, 21 Savage, yeah. crazy. There's some joints on here. There's some joints on here. I'm not, I'm not mad at this album, Khaled. Not mad at it. I definitely liked it much better than the last one, for sure. Yeah. J.I.D. J.I.D. Jiddy Jid. After uh, even just a weekend of listening, I, I have it already in, in rap album of the year candidate for sure. It's it's quickly in that conversation. Jid is a fucking alien. I'm glad he took his time. I, I you know, with rapping, it, he doesn't need to take his time. Jid could rap right at any time. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell production wise, he that was why he took his time. Yeah, <laughs> he was, try, he was trying it, to make some records. Yeah, you can hear it in the song structure that okay, he definitely stopped this at some point, came back to it. Like, you could just hear it. And For sure, being in the studio long enough, watching people's process, hearing records created, you just know what to listen for. The energy is a little different here than it was there. The beat changes. That takes a time of sitting with a record and then hearing something totally different, going back in and doing a record over. He had a lot of that on the album. And perspective wise, you could just tell with the time he took from the last album. He's in a whole different space from. Popularity wise to rap career wise. So I think he's starting to figure out what the fuck he wants out of this, what type of artist he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't the, you know, because once I feel like JID got really popular right around the time they did the Dreamville writing camp thing. That's when I, yeah. I think like the attention really was put on him because you would just watch him kill everybody in the studio. And Earth Gang as a whole is do- super dope. Yeah. Anytime 
there together with Earth Gang, like down to the Spillage Village shit. Like I can't wait till they put out another project together. Mm-hmm. Just that entire click, yeah, is is different to me. It's the type of rap I like to hear and the type of music I like to hear in twenty twenty two. But you could tell Jid is not on the I need to kill everybody phase of his career anymore. Yeah. Because that's where he was at. Let me prove my fucking point. I can rap better than anyone. I can ra- yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a beat and I'm not going to look at it maybe as a song. I'm just going to spaz on you. Now it's more <laughs> about the entire project, the entire, you know, thing, the the, the artistry of it all. Mm-hmm. Which I heard on Spillage Village too. Yeah. Um, but this just as his own body of work. It's, it's I can't great. wait to see this, uh, this, 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 this album live. I want to see Jid perform this, mm-hmm. go on the road with this project um, just because I believe he is in that He's entering that level of artistry where, you know, the live show is going to be something that you need to go to as well. So yeah. I'm happy for J.I.D. Uh, the Forever Story available now on your DSPs. So, man, you got great a mo- project. Got a great rapping. Verse. Well, Yassine, you got a Yassine Bey. Um, great verse. music, great features. John to Austin. Like, just really cool, interesting features on this as well. Yeah. But, yeah, that's 21 that's- Savage again. Baby Tate. Who is super underrated? Ari and Aaron Linux, Allen Kane, who I love, like Little Wayne. These are the type of features I would pick for yeah. my for my calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love the Jonte uh, Jonte Austin record too. Yeah, good record. Uh, shout out to JID, man. I'm happy for him, man. It's been a it's been a long time. You know, uh, he took his time with this, but he got it right, and it sounds amazing. So I'm I'm happy for him. And I'll probably have a a completely different review, not in a negative way, but probably in a more positive way. As in you sit with in the- six months, yeah. <laughs> like this is one of those that. Needs to stay on repeat. Um, so shout out to Jim, man. I'm, I'm really happy for him. VMAs, I thought he he, he did great as well with the in between and Flo Millie. Shout out to Flo Millie. I like VMAs Flo Millie. did really good with that. Uh, I don't want to say rising stage, but that was kind of what it used to be. Mm-hmm. Up and coming artists because Jid and Flo Millie obviously are pretty established. Yeah, but uh, they did a great job. Um, and I'm, I'm glad Jid got that look right when the album came out. And <laughs> <laughs> did you see the Khaled and, and Jid moment? It didn't, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. it didn't get talked about the way I thought it was going to. Yeah. Because we've seen what happened with Khaled and, and Tyler on the last one. Mm-hmm. And Jid was like, oh, you, I mean, you beat me. Yeah. I felt like Jid was joking. Of course. Because I, I know Jid to be funny. Mm-hmm. Khaled's like, yo, it's not even about that. Khaled, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, it, is. it is. It's not about that because you're number one. because <laughs> yeah, you won. <laughs> but when you wasn't number one, it was about that. What is this? It's weird music. It's like, where do you even listen to that? <laughs> Yo, saying where you listen to that from Igor is fucking hilarious. Oh my god, man. <laughs> Gotta love Khaled. Uh speaking of Atlanta, I watched the uh the little baby doc on Amazon Prime. How was it? It was it was good. And I didn't go in on some hating shit. I did go in though thinking it's a little early for a little baby doc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was completely wrong. It it was incredibly shot. It had damn near all the footage from when he decided to start rapping to now. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything through quarantine, obviously his his backstory. His his mother took a lot of video of of him as a kid. I know because baby is so quiet. We just don't really know him like that. Mm-hmm. It was nice to like really see baby for who he is as a human being. Mm-hmm. It, it was an incredible doc. I have a new respect for little baby. I have a new respect for his artistry as much as I already liked his music and him as an actual rapper. I, I like him as a person after this. And they got into which which I was unaware of. Not that I should have been aware of it, but it should be out in the world. I didn't know the 96 Olympics fucked up the communities in Atlanta the way it did. Mm. They, they bulldozed public housing. Yeah. People were homeless for them trying to make room around downtown. I wasn't aware that 
like the way the cross Bronx fucked up the Bronx. Right. I didn't know the Olympics in 1996 did that to Atlanta and how much that even affected baby being born around that time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was interesting when they, they did a deep dive into that. I thought that was the other cool part of that doc. Like they really fucked up Atlanta. So we could have some games <laughs> and then, and then bombed it. Word. <laughs> Life is crazy. Oh uh, yeah, I, I didn't see this documentary yet. Uh, I, I do want to check it out. Little Baby is obviously one of the hottest artists, hottest rappers right now. Um, I just like the way Little Baby. I like his his whole the way he moves. Uh, we was in Atlanta shooting a video a couple years ago. He did the video with St. John, mm-hmm. and uh, just watching him, observing the way he moves on set and how he, you know, his team and how everybody. It, it just was like, okay, this is somebody that. He gets it. He understands. Um, and you could just see that with certain certain men. Men men know how, like, okay, he's moving the right way. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just, he, you you can see that this dude is like, all right, I know that I'm an established artist. I know that I'm elevating. I'm going different places. And just seeing that and then hearing the music on top of it, it's like, okay, here's somebody, he's ready for, he's ready for the spotlight. And, you know, as, Older heads hate hearing. I think like, giving James Harden all that money was a little weird, though, for his birthday. <laughs> I mean, James Harden has probably made four hundred million playing basketball. I don't know if giving <laughs> him hundred. He's doing it. Right. Yeah, he's doing it. James is doing it. Right. I don't know if giving uh, him a hundred thousand is like. But it, it was. Because I didn't know that um, he paid for uh, George Floyd's daughter's birthday. She was turning six. His son had just turned six too. They went to the birthday party. Like it was a lot of stuff I just didn't know about baby that he purposely didn't let the world know. Mm-hmm. That I just thought that was cool about him and everything he does for, for specifically the West Side of Atlanta. I'm not. I like. I kind of. I don't know if I, I like artists doing documentaries early in their career. Like I like give us one every. I think five after, years after after watching it. I think yes, this warranted something for Baby, especially because he's not outspoken like that and he's quiet. Um, yeah, he's definitely. But I don't want a bunch sure. of artists to start thinking they're ready for it. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> all right. Now see, now I see what you're saying. <laughs> Hey, all the artists out there, listen. <laughs> there are only a few people that can do these type of early documentaries yeah. in their career. <laughs> Everybody ain't little baby. All of y'all like, can't do. Travis, I think, would be due up for Absolutely. a doc if they do it the way they did this one. Because Travis be quiet for the most part, and we know he. But he has a doc, though, doesn't he? I think Travis Probably. has he something. He does. Okay. Yeah, I think I saw something with Travis. Well, I'm not oh. saying the doc around a specific album. This was a, a doc about his life. Like, I learned yeah. about his upbringing and this shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Old heads, myself included, when we hear because when Baby came out, he's like, "Oh, I've only been rapping for Are like you six old head months." Now? Yeah, after watching the VMAs, I'm an old head. Okay, you're not an old head. Thirty one. He is though. Thirty two. Thirty two. When it comes thirty one is an old head. When it comes to music, music There's is no very country young. for old men in hip hop. Everything is catered toward young girls and young guys these days. It's not catered toward us. Rap years Other and than the people rap years is with. like dog years and dog ears. <laughs> sure. Ooh, bars trying to connect everything um but when baby came out initially it was like yeah, i've only been around for six months i actually don't give a fuck about this like on breakfast club the first time i was maybe i'm not turned off but i was like that's probably not someone i'm gonna run to watching how he literally just started rapping and spent two years straight in the studio like practicing like a fucking basketball player i was yeah. like all right see this is what i needed to see that's why he got so good so quick because he literally sat in there and practiced every fucking day because there's plenty of rappers that are just like, yeah, I so saw you can catch a lick. So here yeah. I am. <laughs> and maybe, baby, baby gave a fuck about this shit. Maybe we should have practiced too. I, I guess. I don't know. 
Mall. Little baby still has. Check I if you think about it. <laughs> you want to get another chip afterwards, you know? Fuck are we talking about? Like, hey, y'all let that. Hey, Yo, they let Jamal. him get. They let. All right, never mind. <laughs> I'm just mad at like B Marshall and them niggas. They let, the, they let him get that off. Like, you know, he knows sports. What? Nigga, what? What? Hey man, yeah, listen, man. I'm I'm God got his hands on me still. I'm getting better every day, man. That's all I'm saying, man. Listen, man. I just I just want to tell B. Marshall. Dig Diggs was in the room. And Diggs was shaking his head. Uh, man. So anyway, He knows he knows what I'm talking about. Um so I see uh Damaris put something up here <laughs> about it's called vabbing, if you will. Vabbing. Women on TikTok are dabbing their vaginal secretions on themselves like perfume to attract the opposite sex now baby d can you give us a little more about this dabbing also do uh, you ever, dabbing i'm sorry dabbing. have you ever uh, watched shark week we were talking about yeah. fishing before <laughs> big fan of shark you know week. when they take like a bunch of dead fish in it's the blood and they yeah. just throw that shit in the water yeah, chum so a lot of dead fish but just on your neck mm. Mm. So, so women are putting chum their chum mm-hmm. on their elbows Yuck. The it's reasoning, the, neck, the reasoning. Their are they are they wet when they do it or just they're yes, just, just, just wiping just their like sweat it's, no, it's not sweat. It's like vaginal secretions. What's mm-hmm. vaginal secretions? Um, heavy, and then they really do it like when they're ovulating too. Because at the end of the day, we're animals. We're we're animals, and I we mean, have animalistic things about us. And they think that that will that their pheromones from that will attract men to them. And a lot of women have said that it works. I'm not running to do it. Um, would you? Would I? I'm I'm not against it. I I don't really need to attract oh, I, the opposite sex. I have a but. point, but they'll just say I'm victim blaming. Yeah, so I don't know if women notice or not. You don't need to put your uh, vaginal secretions on to attract the opposite sex. I what, promise you. you what do they to, need to yeah. put on? Uh, Instagram. Uh, perfume. <laughs> how about that? Perfume works. Body spray? Wait, so how does the TikTok go? Uh, it depends the, on how old you are, first of all. Like Victoria's Secret body you, spray? And then at, if you're putting on body spray, you're young. You shouldn't be trying to attract anyone at that age. But oh, you'd be surprised. When did you start trying to attract women? Start try, try, try define try. Yeah, like I might. I was eleven. <laughs> Thank you. So like, yeah, but we're we're, we're boys though, and we, I, it didn't work. Just letting you know, little girls shouldn't be putting on anything trying to attract anybody. I'm just saying it's okay. different. It's no different. Okay, it's different. It's okay, a difference. it's a difference. Okay, little it's girls standard. can't be putting on standard. shit, boys. You know, we put on a fucking uh, a jersey and think we attracting a girl. Some old spice. We're stupid. Yeah, we we don't know. We put on deodorant. We're like, oh, they're going to love us for this one. There you go. It was weird because the only time I really, at 11, that worked was when I was breaking up the communion. <laughs> Wait, what? Rory. <laughs> it's just, it's a very dark Rory joke today. <laughs> only time it worked for me. Oh, uh, you're sick. Yeah, so I don't know which one of you ladies are vabbing. But you should probably stop. How does this challenge work? Are, are they playing pocket pool on the video and then just throwing it on their neck no, and wrist? No, it's not even oh, like a. Ch- it's not a challenge. It's just so before they leave made... the house or while they're outside, they do this. Well, how would they you do it before they leave the house? They put, dab it on and they put a little perfume over it, and it's just you can't. It, the thing is, you're not supposed to be able to smell them. Like if I go to hug her, I can't say, "Oh, you got pussy on your neck." Like it's not gonna be like. It depends that. on who's that'd be pussy wild, is. right? Yeah, some pussy you know pussy good. When you smell pussy. Yeah. So yes, when that yes, thing yes, ain't small. fresh. Yeah. You're like, ooh, somebody in here need to. That's the chum. Yeah, that's chum. <laughs> the chummy neck. Some of these girls smell like chum chum down there. Yeah. Chum chum. Anyway, but in. Chimmy Trudy. In... Not Chimmy Trudy. Chimmy Chitty. Oh, I'm sorry, D. Go ahead. Why Trudy uh, caught a stray? Chimmy Chusy. In theory, <laughs> yeah. it will attract men. This, Unknowingly. Because... 
Unknowingly, yes. Do you think? So it's not like you're going to smell and say, oh, I smell pussy, I'm attracted. It's more like there's pheromones in body secretions, the same way there's pheromones in hair and sweat and yeah. things like that. So, it Okay, will, well, I'm not mad at thought. it if y'all washing your ass properly and, you know, it's, okay, just don't let it smell like must or, you know, a little stinky. Have I ever told you about the time I went in the bathroom? I'm going to tell you the story. I probably said it before. So I'm at a restaurant. You and it's like the us. unisex. It's like the unisex bathroom, so it's like mm, a little no, line, four stalls, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a it's a lady that works at the restaurant in front of me. So a lady that also worked at the restaurant came out of one of the stalls. So obviously it's an available stall now. So I'm thinking the the lady in front of me is gonna go. She turns and look at me, said, "No, you can go ahead." So I'm thinking that's like restaurant policy. If if a customer's online and yeah. y'all work here, <laughs> y'all have to let them go first. But I'm like, I felt whack because it's a it's a woman. I'm like, nah, go ahead. Like I'm, mm. I can wait. Like I can hold it. She's like, no, 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 go ahead. I was like, all right, cool. Go to the bathroom. She left her whole pussy in the bathroom. Oh my God. And it was the summertime. Ugh. So it was hot back there anyway near the bathrooms. Like the AC, I guess, wasn't working or something. So it was just hot air back there. Yo, that bathroom smelled like Pussy. death, like roadkill. Like, you know, stink pussy when you smell stink pussy. Ugh. It wasn't shit. She didn't take a shit. She just bust her legs open and pissed, and it smelled like. So when I came, like it was so bad, I I had to keep my mouth closed because I, I felt like it was the. Uh, you could my, taste it. I like swear was, to God, he was eating when I came out, the, the girl, the girl that worked there was still standing there. So I looked at her like, and she said, she "Yo, she, but listen, she owned up God, to it." No, no, it wasn't oh. not not the girl that came out. The other girl that okay. was waiting. I looked at her. I was like, "Yo, why you let me go in there?" And she looked at me. She was like, "Yo, I didn't want to go in there, and come out, and you think that that was me." That's she fair. Said, Yo, but I mean, we, that's fair. She said, I've Yo. definitely walked out of bathrooms before. Like, I just want to let you know that was not me. Yeah, it smelled no. that way when I came in. But it's crazy because <laughs> they work together and they know it's a thing. It's like a thing amongst the workers. Damn. Like, Yo, we trying to tell her. Like, that smelly box. I'm like, there. Yo, so y'all know. They was like, Yo, we've been trying to tell Shorty to like. And I was like, Yo, I'm talking about that. I can smell it now. And that was like at least four years ago. I think that's called PTSD. No, that's what, that was, it was like at least four years <laughs> ago. And I could, still, I could still smell it. Like I know that. So if I smelled it right now, I'd be like, yo, shorty that used to work in the spot must be in here. Yeah, why is she in this house? <laughs> exactly. Um, um, so yeah. What, uh, what would be the man's version of, of a vabbing? Yeah. Uh, um, you guys actually could probably sweat? use your underarms. Oh. Under, underarms or ball sweat. And then put it ball on my neck. Sweat why why have you ball sweat? I'm not gonna put my ball sweat on my neck. I'm not doing yeah, that. Okay, that's okay. cool. You yeah. said what would be the equivalent. I didn't say what you would do. Yeah. Like, Yo, so when we got like pre cum, that means we wet. Yeah. yeah. It's basically. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we ready. Yeah. We, we good to go. We ready? Pre cum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just ask. <laughs> do you think some of the weaker people in the world were just pre cum babies and not real cum babies? Yo, if you're a pre-cum baby, you a fucking you pussy. I know people in the yo, world that are pre-cum yeah, babies. I can tell a pre-cum baby when I see. When they start acting, I'm like, yeah. this nigga a pre-cum baby right here, yo. <laughs> you can always tell a pre-cum baby. You like, half a sperm. You ain't got enough nutrients in your body, nigga. Yo. You, ain't, you ain't a whole nigga. Like, your, da- <laughs> your dad didn't even know he nutted. Yeah, yeah like, you ain't a whole nigga, man. You a you pre-cum a baby. Uh, you, you lacking uh, mad nutrients, uh, nigga. Uh, I can tell on your shoulders, nigga. Uh, Damaris, when you were young, did you ever end up in a man's room and look over at his dresser and see Axe body spray? Yeah, obviously. You gave him some ass still? She 100% still gave ass. Did he, did he smell like Axe body spray? 
No. Okay. No. She she didn't know what it but was. But I but I liked so when I was in high school, me and all my cousins, we liked the smell of Axe body spray. I had a cousin, um, shout out to Jaleesa. I'm gonna throw you out there. She used to spray Axe body spray on her pillows so she could sleep better. Okay. What when the we were in high fuck? school. You know, you know in this like you know fucking, in this uh, cyanide. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? No offense to your cousin. It's the reason the ozone layer is <laughs> yeah. is suffering right now. Yeah, that should knock you the fuck out. It's the Axe reason of global spray. warming. You know I've never judged you on this podcast and I usually defend you. This might be the one time in my life I'm judging you. Okay. That you like the smell of Axe Body Spray. What I about- was in high school. Actually, right. I might have been in middle school. I think they were in high school. And we just liked it because of the, <laughs> like, we liked the way boys oh, Damaris, smell. Damaris like- would have went crazy yeah. in Long Island. Yeah. You would have went nuts. All the old spice Thank Axe. God you were upstate. <laughs> yeah. The Axe Shop. Long Island, you would have went. <laughs> Lost your mind. So what were you wearing in, in high school? Dior. Cool water. Me? <laughs> <laughs> You're Def- a fucking slut. Definitely had cool water. Hundred percent had cool water. Sure. Cool water. What was the other one with the uh, with the with the with the man? It looked like a little man. It was the uh, oh fuck, uh, John Paul Gaultier. Yes, John Paul Gaultier. That was the shit. And then there was the one that they, that was bit off that. That was the Bodman shit. Yeah, that was the yeah. That was nasty. Yeah, Bodman was pretty much axe body spray. Uh, Jupe Jupe used to be the shit. I, don't I remember Jupe. Remember Jupe. I do. Jupe I do. I never wore shit. it, but I remember it. Jupe used to be the shit. It was, a, it was a few clones I had. I used to think I was that nigga. And then what did you upgrade to? Now? Mm. No, what did you... Well, that before now. So maybe um, po- Polo Blue. Uh, I thought I was doing something. See? The first, like, really, like, away from high school, like, cologne that I got, I think and I got it for a Christmas gift, I think was a bottle of uh, Gucci cologne. There you go. Okay. That's like, you know, you, you see Gucci. Gucci guilty? Regular shit. Oh, no. I don't know if that was guilty. I don't think it was guilty. Back then. Yo, listen. I, I, was, I didn't listen, mean. No, 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 no. Because we're going to get. Listen. I, we're not going to talk about you, the 70s like that. I wasn't born in 1960. I'm, oh. I promise you. I know when you were born. Okay. I broke your foot. Right, 70s. Cool. The 70s. It was the 70s. It was the late 70s. <laughs> everyone, everyone was doing heroin. You had to be there. <laughs> and I was not a pre-cum baby. Let me just tell you. I was not a pre-cum baby. <laughs> it was a full It was a full load. Full Oh, God. Pops was crazy. Rolling Stone. He let it go. Full load. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. What do you Anyways, now, when I bought the... Smell good? Huh? You... Uh, Chanel? See? I Rory? Well, I, I know what Rory I'm was. a Joe Malone guy. Joe Malone, but a yeah. specific Joe Malone that I don't want to say. But yeah, Okay. Remember when the the polo cologne came with the duffel bag? Oh, oh my, my God. God. It still does probably. The yeah. fucking time. You couldn't tell. I, I had nothing in the duffel bag. There was nothing for me to carry. Just I was a little spin like, a night bag. You know, out here. Yeah. Bag. <laughs> a little yeah. spin a night bag. A little hoe bag. But I wasn't spending the night anywhere. I just had it with me. No, like, oh, you know the polo the bag dude, with me. The dude that introduced me to the uh, to the to the one of the colognes I buy now. I was like, yo, what kind of cologne? It's not the cologne. It's just a weapon. <laughs> oh shit! I said, well, sir, <laughs> ring me up. Yeah, right. <laughs> got you. Fifty percent of the time, it works those. every time. <laughs> I'll take two of those weapons. Um, but yeah, Chanel. Uh, you look YSL. like you. You look like you went through that era where you were wearing the uh, wood rosaries with the oils. I never wore wood rosaries. He wood tell you that every time. Yeah, he, he trying to get me to slip that. up and be like, "No, nah, I have one." one. one I never did it. You'll I never wore the wood rosary. Never. I never did the wood jewelry. I'm gonna catch him one day. Yeah, one I never day. did. One day's be like, "Yeah, and no, I had that." Bro, on. I never Damn. wore the wood. Did I you have the gang beads? Remember no, the gang beads? Never did that either. Same era. Same era, but I never did that. Yeah. They was trying to get me. My man was like, yo, I'm saying, I'm, I'm going to give you all I'm saying. You could just, just wear the beads. I said, bro, I'm not wearing that Well, my shit. man Danny told me those beads were gang related. I took them off my neck so fucking fast. Yo, seeing Rory <laughs> with blood beads around his neck. I didn't. They were just cool. I didn't know there was blood beads. <laughs> <laughs> yo, nah, they blessed. Don't touch them. Don't touch them. Remember they, like, yo, they blessed. They blessed. They blessed. Don't yeah, so them. is halal food. <laughs> yo, yo, they blessed. Don't touch. Yo, fam, if you don't get out of here with that dumb shit. Oh, I'm going to bring back the wood rosary. Uh, John Morant bought a house for God his parents. Did. 
and his sister right next to him, same property. I like John Morant. I do too. Black Jesus. He reminds me of a uh, he reminds a me of a of a point guard from the nineties. Could have been a Nick. Is very funny. Could've. I like John. Should be a series. Shout out to John Morant. <laughs> all, all the best players. The Memphis Grizzlies made sure they paid him correctly. Gave him a stupid bag. Yes, they did, sir. Um, yeah, man. Our basketball season's coming up, Rory. We excited? We going to Knicks games? Football season is coming up. Basketball Ooh. season's coming up. Going going I just love the fact that the summer is getting ready to taper off, and we get ready to get into the fall. It was a good summer. It was good. I had a good summer. I see a lot of people trashing the summer, saying they didn't really have a good time. I didn't. Would I you? feel like I didn't do anything, and it went really fast. Oh, you. That's what happens that's, when you get old and have responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. I promise you. Trash. It's only like, going to get worse. Definitely want to. But go you have to find ball. joy in the small things, though. Summer just means it's hotter out. Like it's just Whole Foods, part of the Trader time. Joe's. Oh my God, I go crazy when I. When I'm the, the cherries out. are in season. Are you kidding me? Same. Like that's my wreck now. I go crazy when they tell me cherries are in season. Yeah, people buy them faster. Yeah. Would you? Go to a, a tailgate party with me for a football game. Nice. Sure. I, would. I love yeah. tailgate. You're not let's pod. Let's do one. Let's do a pod from a tailgate. Can we do that? Do we <laughs> yeah. need a generator? We, what could, do we, need? we could do that. It's just we wouldn't hear anything. But <laughs> I mean, no, tail, tailgates are make something happen. Depending on where you at in the parking lot, some of them. I'm not going to no quiet tailgate party. Yeah, we'll I know, but we could pod like on the edge. Yeah, we are podding on the edge right now. Of a cemetery. We almost we're we're on the edge of getting canceled every single day. Yeah, pretty much. See, right there on the edge. I have neighbors who are. <laughs> they're woke. I have woke neighbors. They're woke. They are pretty woke. They like my mac and cheese too. They're nice. Um, <laughs> what does that have to do with them being woke? Yeah, I feel like racists would still like your. Yeah, mac still and like my mac and cheese. <laughs> we are on the road. Live shows coming to a city near you. Uh, September eighteenth, we are in Chicago at Thalia Hall. Mm-hmm, September twenty mm-hmm. third, we are in DC at the Howard Theater. Also, you guys just added two shows. We just added two shows: New York uh, and LA. Wow! Look at that. On newroryandmall.com, you can get your tickets to the shows. Come out, have a good time. We want to put some faces to the supporters. Have some fun with y'all. Crack some jokes. Mm-hmm. Tell us all about your marital problems and your relationship <laughs> problems. That's and what let Rory and myself give you some therapy. And help you make it through the night. If not, break up and meet somebody else at the show. <laughs> I, I want a pod from from the crowd. From the crowd? Yeah. I thought about that, but then, you know, the way this monkey, monkey pox, uh, yeah. pox thing is going around. Oh, please. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'm I'm scared of the monkey pox. Well, COVID, I don't give a fuck. It's dropped. They said that the new infections have dropped about 20%. So. There you go. Oh, so by the time we get out there, the, the monkeys really. won't be wilding like that. Yeah, they'll be in, back in their jungle. Yeah. That was racist. I'll kick you. How was that racist? Don't say they'll be back in the jungle as we go to Chicago. You fucking. Oh wow! Wow! No! 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 no. Yeah, hang out of this they'll be back in their jungle. Yeah, all right. I'm gonna drop you off on old block and make your ass run back to the fucking hotel. Don't put me there. No, thank you. Um, so are you scared of monkeypox on this tour? Specifically uh, this I'm, tour. I don't want to make this a monkeypox thing. I'm not. I'm not scared of it. I don't want it, but I'm not scared yeah, of it. I mean, Demaris heard once. I just don't want that shit. I don't want to. I had chicken pox as a kid. I did too. Um, you know, and that wasn't fun having bumps all over you and and this monkeypox shit. Some of the videos I've seen, I don't want that shit either. COVID is I, I can cough and and Man. shake in the bed for three days. I don't mind. I have, yeah, you say that because you haven't had COVID. <laughs> yeah, you haven't had COVID. Yeah, 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 but I'm ready for that though. That should put me in the years hospital. and years and years ago. I was walking on a beautiful beach and got bit by a sand mite. I'm not scared of a monkeypox. Not not scared of it. Have you been bit by a sand mite? Does it hurt? Um. I've been bit by a pit bull, so I'm, I'm guessing it can't be any worse than that. It's, no, it's it's very uh, it's similar, but just to a specific part. I was walking <laughs> on a beach. It was beautiful. It was 
sunset mm-hmm. and I just Crunch. stepped in the wrong part and something latched onto my <sighs> second toe and would not let go. And as someone that has a high tolerance for pain because I'm psychotic, I almost cried. Like I, yeah, that sounds I limped into the ocean to try to get this little fucking mite off my toe and it just got more and more pain. And then I had a black toe for weeks. So monkeypox doesn't really scare me. I'll just stay in the house. Or I'll pod like the weekend and just put a bunch of sh- as long as bandages just over wrap, my face. Yeah, just wrap right. your toe up as long as there's no it. sand mites, you know. In the but if in I Chicago, do, there there is a nice lake right there. Oh, yeah. But if I do catch a uh, monkeypox, God forbid, I'll just have somebody stand in and do like a, a NFT of me at the live show. I mean, I could just get Jay Prince and they wouldn't know any different. <laughs> Fuck you, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the N one doc? I did watch the N one doc. I watched it too. Great doc. Hey, N one, fuck y'all, man. Y'all didn't pay fucking uh, Shane the Dribbling Machine and Main Event and and and, and my, my nigga AO. Y'all didn't pay them the money y'all was supposed to pay them. N one, fuck y'all. Did you? All right. Before we really get into the doc, since you just brought up a bunch of names, did you find it weird that Escalade was not like a rest in peace to Escalade? Mm, yeah. Why that wasn't like a thing at all? Wasn't in the doc at all? He's in it. They didn't even put his fucking name. Damn. Um, not Ali Mo. Rest in peace, Ali Mo. Ali Mo was in the doc yeah. too. They didn't give it like a you know I, in, in in memory of. Or, I just felt like the Escalade was such a big part of and one that that should literally. have been. Listen, in the man, doc, that story man. that story was very uh sad to see, um, you know. But that's how it goes, man. You got these people that come into the inner cities and they take from our culture and you know put it on a global stage and think that oh you're supposed to just be happy with getting exposure and it mm. fuck that exposure, man. Like pay these pay these people pay these athletes pay these artists like y'all can't y'all keep coming into these inner cities going into these parks around the world where you would not be welcome with a camera if you weren't with these players that's right. a fact and they keep right. y'all safe and they keep y'all out of harm's way and and people embrace y'all and love y'all because y'all are with these players and y'all make all these hundreds of millions of dollars put these p- players faces on Mountain Dew and you know, all over the fucking country on, and you think that they're just supposed to be happy with exposure and having their face on a bus stop. Like, fuck that bus stop. I got kids. I got a family to feed. Like, pay these artists, pay these 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 athletes what you're supposed to pay them. Yeah, it was it was rough to watch, and I, I kind of figured even going into that doc now with adult lenses on this type of shit. Because when I was a kid, I wasn't thinking anything about that. I was just like, this is fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, this doc is probably going to get into yeah, how, but they, was, how they you, was never paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah now you now, know that, that, that how business goes and you, you understand. I, before like, the doc started, I was like, this is probably about to be how they weren't paid. Of course, <laughs> absolutely. And you could just you could just tell, man, it's just, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up because they literally built that from the ground up. And I get it, you know, and one and those guys that created it, I understand. But again, man, you, you know, you got these players from these inner cities that are now you know, bringing out other players from the inner city, now packing out, you know, arenas in these hometowns, playing street ball. They deserve more than free gear and their faces on a fucking bus stop. Like, cut yeah. it out. hundred grand a year ain't really getting it that done for what they not, were doing. That's not, I, some of them were making 30 grand. Even though Damaris kept falling asleep, on the <laughs> of it, I was trying to explain to her, I was like, at this point in my childhood, these guys were more famous than the NBA players that were making oh, no, fifty sure. million dollars at sure. the time. These were the most famous was people the, I knew via basketball. Was the most watched show on Sports Center? Easy. I remember. I remember going home, oh, and making sure I watched that shit every day. Um, yeah, so it's just fucked up to to see that you know the players were done wrong and they didn't get their just due and get paid what they were supposed to. But it is a really good documentary. Um, another Great. untold, gem. untold. They, 
Autola's kicking ass out here. Oh, I don't like they're batting a thousand. It, Every doc is incredible. Where was the like? Where are they now? Yes. Where like? Where's the company now? Why did the company do? Like it just was just. Well, like, they they it, didn't it, really it, do the fall. It, it said it, it was just, sold to a, a number of times since then to different companies. Um, you know, and then one of the guys said, you know, I wish we would have gave the players some stock because then every time it's sold, they still get a percentage. Yeah. But it's like, y'all know how this shit goes before this even happens. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, y'all, again, y'all think just throwing because a lot of these guys, they need money right now. So if you right. say, listen, you want to go on the tour with us? We'll give you 60 grand. At the moment, they looking up, they got rent, yeah. tuition, kids, you know, clothes, food, you know, w- w- girlfriend, wife is, you know, got... Things she needs to do around the house. It's like you just want to have a better living for your family. So of course you take that sixty grand. But when you uh, look up and see that and one made fucking thirty million that year, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, come on, man. Well, let, let me ask you, and this is in no way is shooting any of them bail. Let's say we do the hindsight is twenty twenty shit, and they're like, we should have gave stock options, we should have paid them more thing. How do you manage that? Because it, it I feel like this new. this shit was almost like music publishing more than it was NBA because NBA. Yeah. We know there's stats and we deliver this. Mm. I know Kevin Durant is owed this much money, even though he probably should get more, mm. but he performs at this rate. Mm-hmm. Their shit was more attention because no one really gave a fuck who won. Yeah. It was very much attention. How do, how do you value that? Like that would have been a, a very hard it's thing a hard, to determine. It's a, hard, it's, yeah. just, it's a hard way to gauge it and who gets paid. But it's, it's almost like the keyboard player that's like, hey, these keys are the reason everyone likes this song. I deserve more here. Yeah. The same way AO would be like, well, everyone is here to see me specifically dribble at the top of the key. Yeah. So it... it no, it, it's difficult because it is entertainment. It's, um, you know, they're just going around the country and, and playing ball against other guys in, in different cities. But, you know, that's that's for the the, the accountants and the lawyers sure. and, the, you know, the agents and the managers. That's for them to figure out how my, they, they should my have client got is paid. To that point, I'm just thinking, let's say they do it the right way. That would have been a very stock. difficult. I think you give everybody no, stock. Who, who the gets, guys that right. have been, who are, are who are the bigger name street le, street ball legends, they should obviously get paid more because they they paved the way, they laid the yep. foundation for this whole thing to happen. I agree. And then guys that come on now, like a professor, and 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 you know, obviously, yeah, like the dude said, when you're a white guy from the hood and you do anything that is black culture, for decent, sure, we we, it's we magnified. Knew, we knew why everyone loved the professor. Yeah, so it's like you know, it's like. He shouldn't be getting paid what fucking Skip should be getting paid. Like, professors shouldn't be getting paid more than Skip. Or you know I, I mean, I, like, I agree with you. Yeah, it's just like, it's just, you know, it's so, it's, it is hard to scale, but they could have done, they could have, they could have figured it out. And the thing, the, 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 the part of what Shane said, he asked the owner for 16 grand so that he could, you know, pay his <sighs> son's was, tuition and all of this. And he told him no. Rough. Then the guy said, I don't remember I, the conversation. I don't. You fucking remember that, man. Like, it's like stop. And that's and that'd be my problem. And and I love Skip, but I don't I don't like when Skip said, Oh, you can agree to the number or you don't have to agree to it. But it's like Skip, you know a lot of these situations that y'all are from. It's my back is against the wall. Like if you tell me, yo, I'm getting 30 grand right now to go on this tour, or I say no and I don't get 30 grand. Yeah. It's like, yo, I can't say no to this 30 well, it's, grand. It's a lot of what we talk about with, with the younger artists that get taken advantage of because they're in certain situations. It's like, no, of course I'm not going to say no. You're about to give me a $100,000 advance. I get right. $100,000. Right. Not knowing that you're valued way higher of than course. that. Of course. And these guys, I'm sure, had NBA dreams. And at that they point, it was like, merch. we know we know the NBA for me is over. And wait, you about to pay me 30 grand to play right. basketball and I know I can't go to the NBA anymore? Right. Give me that 30 grand. Uh, absolutely. Not knowing you need... Three million at Absolutely. minimum. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, 
you know, it was just tough to see. But shout out to Skip, shout out to AO, shout out to yeah, man. You know, all the guys and one professor, main event, Shane the Dribbling Machine, uh, rest in peace, Ali Moe, rest in R. peace, R. Escalade. Um, and I don't know what shape everyone is in, but even the way they kind of do the big three now, with the legacy those guys have, I would I would pay personally to either to watch them. or go yeah. to a game. If just them, not get and one involved, just the guys that we know and grew up on, did like some big three. Take a year to get in shape. Yeah. You're going to make money. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to sell merch. I would happily go to a, a two-on-two. I know y'all are old. It doesn't need to be the best basketball. Right. Let's have fun. Yeah. I would watch that for sure. To watch AO and Professor lace up again? Mm-hmm. Fire. Hell yeah, I would watch that. Even Skip. <laughs> well, Skip looked like he's still in shape. He, well, like he, he still had an NBA career. Yeah, he looked so, like he could still go out there and, and, and give somebody some buckets. I uh, think a, a lot of them would have still give people buckets. <laughs> I ain't gonna know. Some of them look a little bad. Some of them were older. Some, some of them were 30 yeah, when and one yeah, started. Some of them, they hips ain't, yeah, they, ain't they, they can't move laterally no more. You know, them hips go out after a while. It's over. Well, fuck you, Professor, because I've never been called Rory since I was 12 because of you. Mm. Um. <laughs> Rory pointed that out when we were watching the doc, and I didn't want to sit in his house and say, ah, I see why they were saying that. I but. still see people on Twitter to this day think they just found some crazy joke that no one has ever said. Like, yo, you look like the professor. I'm like, bro, I've been getting that since 2002. Yeah. You're not, I promise you this is not a new joke. The best part of the documentary was after uh, the, the next season, uh, Professor Second Season, how his haircut changed. He had the diamond studs mm-hmm. in. <laughs> I said, he, got he had some, the groupies. Oh, he got some black pussy. You know when they get, they get the real hairline, like they get the corners and all of that? Yeah. That means a black girl don't throw it back on him. No, he went from supercuts to the barbershop. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, what you got going on for the rest of the week? Oh, we in LA. We're in LA this week. We're in LA this week. Um, uh, We're doing like, a PRL Beach House. Beach House PRL. Beach House. I can't wait. That should be pretty fun. Can't wait for the Beach House. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be in LA and, and the stuff we have going on this week. Mm-hmm. Um, And then we're at Made in America. I mean, Made in America this weekend in Philly. Uh, if you didn't hear about it, I guess you plan on not going. At this point, you can still buy tickets, though. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, you, you can. can. We are not um, doing a live show, guys. So no, yeah, we're not on the bill, but we we, we will be going. there. We will be chilling. Um, I'm excited to see Tyler live. I'm excited yeah, to see. I, Bad I Bunny. hope it's a, a full no, full. You excited to see Bad Bunny again? Yeah. Yo, just oh, tell fuck! Us. I forgot Bad Bunny is on the like, like. What you? What's up with you, yo? Yo, how I'm much fan. do you think they paid Bad Bunny? A lot. A lot. Of money. A lot. Holy shit! No wonder the lineup is so short. It's just Bad Bunny. Yeah. They had to. The, the whole, whole budget. The whole yeah, budget is kind of crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, it's a few people that I, I I do want to see though. Oh no, there's Victoria Monet's on there. Ombre's on there. There's a lot of people Snow. on there that are dope. But I'm saying it's one of the lighter, as far as volume. Yeah. For a festival, and now I, I get it. Bad Bunny and Tyler are gonna cost you a lot of fucking money. Oh yeah. No, we, Snow that, is that on there, know. and I've never seen Snow before or Victoria, and I'm just gonna stare. There we go. Victoria's fire live. Victoria's vibes. really really good. Made live. in America. Bad Bunny, Tyler the Creator, Lil Uzi, Jasmine yeah, Sullivan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burner Boy, Snow Allegra, mm-hmm. Kodak Black, The Yak, mm-hmm. Pusha T, Tate McRae, Jitty Jid, Toro Imoi, Larry June, Babyface Ray. Nah, some people. No, it's, no this is a fucking no, lineup. Line yeah. yeah. Victoria Monet, Chamala Ryan Cat, Ice With Vezo, B Love, Kenny Mason, Glorilla. <laughs> Glorilla, that's funny. Oh, it's lit. Ombre, Amani White, Kaylin. Uh, yeah, nah, it's a nice little lineup. Ma, will you sing "fuck nigga free" with me, Rory? No, I can't sing this. "fuck nigga free." I don't know. I mean, he can sing it. Just you can say "fuck nigga free." Fuck, I can sing "fuck nigga free." You yeah, look me fuck in my nigga eyes means that you don't got no fuck niggas around you. You fuck okay, nigga free. But... 
What say you, Eden? Uh, I, say I, maybe you? you shouldn't. I shouldn't, right? Maybe you shouldn't. Demaris be trying to set me up sometimes. I mean, she be trying to set me up to look crazy. I know. You could say "fuck nigga" free, and then when they laugh at me, like, "Yo, but it, yo, it was cool." No, it wasn't. <laughs> when we put it out, Rory, it's the clip. I mean, Ma, if you started saying "fuck nigga" free, all all the men would follow after you. You're a trendsetter. So Ma, the trendsetter. Don't be afraid no. to set trends. See, Demaris be trying to throw that in there, like. You're a trendsetter. Yeah, I know. What about Rory? You don't think was he's a trendsetter? Was that the original influencer? Was the trendsetter? Yeah, Basically. absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Trendsetter. No ER, though. I know ER. Yeah, yeah, you can't. I get it. Don't say either. Do you think the, the sun socks will mm-hmm. Put start your socks to... in the camera. Yeah, everyone's going to wear the sun socks. The sun socks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll be back uh, later on this week to kick it with y'all from a different location. Yes. Different backdrop. Different right. uh, weather. Maybe some special guests. Maybe some <laughs> special guests. Different energy. Uh... <laughs> Don't forget tickets on sale, newroryinmall.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Y'all be safe. Enjoy y'all week. Have fun. I'm that nigga. He's just ginger. Peace. No, Rory, I'm